to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. Welcome back, Friday Nighters, to just another Friday night. I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. Across from me, the man of the hour, tower of power, Double A, Adamantium Adam. What time is it, Double A? Friday Nighters, fire it up, fire it up, fire it up. Woo! <laughs> Guys, if you caught our Facebook Live free show, then you know we are more than ready to deep dive into one of I know for I know for you and I know for me one of your favorite movies of all time. It is, yes. I can watch yes. it over yes. and over and mm-hmm. over again. Guys, this is the Just Another Friday Night Podcast. We've been going Halloween mm-hmm. hard all month long for the month of October. We started off on a full moon with the werewolf Foxy Roxy in the house. We got into Stephen King. We were all the King's men. Me, you, and Holt E. Dot Bear. Yep, that's right. Guys, we had guests in the house. We had horror. We had mm-hmm. creatures. We did the vampire, the werewolf, the creatures, including Frankenstein and the mummy, which might be zombies. We don't know yet. This, the jury's still out. Yeah. And now, guys, we're ending it on Devil's Night. Tonight, Ooh. October 30th, Ooh. 2020. Fuck, if it couldn't get any worse, guys, this is it. But we're going out on a high note on our October. This is the first year of our podcast, the best year to, thing to come out of this shitty year, <laughs> guys. And we're going out with one of our favorite movies. Yeah. You might say, that's not a horror movie. That's or, a scary movie. Or is it? Or is it? It's a true ghost story. A Devil's Night ghost story. It yes. takes place, guys, on tonight, the yep. day before Halloween, yep. the night we're recording this. Mm-hmm. It's about a man that comes back from the dead. A ghost. They make several references to it. Mm-hmm. The poster that we sat in front of at the bunch is Believe in Angels. An angel of death? An angel Ooh. of mercy? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And what, what about this double A? You know, we, we, we heard a little bit of things when we talked about our Stephen King episode. You know, we talked about Stand By Me. We talked mm-hmm. about um, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Those aren't Stephen King's scary stories. Those are, those, those are his not, those are considered his non horror books. I think that getting raped in prison, Ooh, wrongly the accused, of prison, losing yeah. 10 years, 20 years of your life mm-hmm. in a small 10 by 10 cell, maybe less, that's pretty horrible. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think your own brother wanting to kill you, Ugh. seeing a dead body, being covered in leeches, yeah. stand by me, pretty fucking horrible. Yeah. Sometimes a true life horror is more horrible it, than yeah. a, a horror yeah. story you write Big about time. slasher. Big time. And guys, we know this month we didn't get to... Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers, Leatherface. Because we got to stay a little bit for next year, right? Yeah, yeah. We're not going anywhere. We plan to be here yeah. rocking it Friday night every single mm-hmm. Friday until the cows come home or the, <laughs> or the cats named Gabriel come home. Gabriel. <laughs> Double A, adrenalize me, brother. The Crow, what does it mean to you? When did you first see it? Your first memories of it? Your thoughts? I mean, this movie came out in our like ready age mm-hmm. where we were like watching movies. Mm-hmm. We talked uh, last month in uh, last excuse me last week in our uh, vampire episode about when we started watching Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola version. Uh, it was around ninety three. Yeah. The very next year, ninety four, this comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Uh, I have to imagine that we all saw it in theater, either together or shortly after. Okay, so not me. So I saw it at home. Okay. Uh, but I know uh, uh, my brother did, uh, my older brother, older older brother, did see it at the theater. Uh, he loved it so much. He dressed up like Brandon Lee that year. I have this. Your big bro Art was one of the best crows I've ever That's, seen. And I was going to say that because at that time he was like super, super skinny. Yeah. Like Brandon Lee skinny. Yes. Yeah. You know, at he that looked time. great. He in looked like great. Tight shirt. Yes. He had, I think he wore a wig. He did. Yeah, he did. never had long hair. No, no. It looked good. And you know what? I think we only have one picture of that, but he's got his head tilted back and he's kind of doing the laugh. And see, I've always remembered and I don't, we don't have pictures of that. And I've been trying to get one so i can show my wife because that one picture exists but you can't really tell it's him because he has something you yeah. kind of see his mouth up and he looks really good yeah that's what i mean yeah. that's when he was like super skinny you know yeah. so yeah uh i fell in love with the movie right away but it wasn't until probably like i've always loved it okay but it wasn't mm -hmm. until i started understanding it more and more about right. like in the late 2000s that it really hit me hard yeah. how much i love this movie i love it a lot it's Golly, it's so deep. Um, it's so personal. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, very heartbreaking. In so know? many ways, right? Yeah. We're going to get into the layers yeah. in which it's heartbreaking. But... I mean, golly, you know, and, and the job that Brandon Lee does is so great. You know, I mean, he puts yeah. all 100% of himself into that yes. movie. Yeah. It's just, it's a beautiful movie. The soundtrack's great. It's oh one of the gosh. best soundtracks I've ever heard. I remember that your big bro, the one we're talking about, mm -hmm. that art that did the crow, he dresses the crow. He he owned the soundtrack and the mm -hmm. score. Mm -hmm. How often do you buy the score to a movie? Yeah, I remember that because he had those. I burned both for him because mm -hmm. I wanted to have both too, and I would listen to both. I would listen to the score, just the yeah. to the music. It was so beautiful, so haunting, yeah. Yeah. literally haunting. Yeah, I mean that's what kind of introduced me to the Cure. First mm -hmm. off, that great song when he's come back and he's yeah. painting his face you know burn. Yeah. burn yeah yeah I know. what a great song Man, what a great song and then you know it was rage against the machine and stone temple pilots henry rollins when he was like super super hot yeah nine inch nails was on there it was uh pantera was on there my life with the thrill killed yeah. Colts. Yeah. what a great name for a yeah. band yeah yeah yes. yeah man very i mean just uh that soundtrack is right there with the queen of the damn mm -hmm. soundtrack with like with classic soundtracks you can listen to the whole way through the entire album is yeah. good. Yeah, it's funny, Sam, because like I'm not a big fan of Nine Inch Nails, mm -hmm. but that part where he's running on the buildings, mm -hmm. that song is probably like my favorite, one of my favorite songs. It's from Nine Inch Nails, where I he's yeah, yeah, too. but that whole first like beginning where it's like the bass and he's just like Love running, it. he's just Love like yeah. you know jumping, just ooh, jumping on this yeah. building, jumping on this building. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to great it. fucking song. I'm gonna get to I, I don't want to go right at it, but just that that yeah. part since you're talking mm -hmm. about it right now. Mm -hmm. I, I watched a great 30, maybe 35, 40 minute episode called of Cursed Films mm -hmm. on Shutter. On Shutter. We, we also yes. yes. It's about the crow. I think it's episode four or six. It's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they do a great thing where they talk about how influential the movie was, mm -hmm. and they show that scene, and right after nice. they show Trinity from the Matrix running. Oh, and I was man. like, oh my god, that holy part, cow! I didn't expect <laughs> that. I didn't expect that in in this show to talk about that. But Double A, there is so much wow. more stuff that it did. Okay, they, they show that even the look, the yeah, coast, no kidding, the black, the yeah. gothic, yeah. the dark city. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, wow. Oh, then they show, then they show. I might as well just tell you now. They show this other parts. We're, we're going to be all over. Um, they say how influential was. They show Heath Ledger riding outside the car with his head sticking out like the dog. Remember uh -huh. that scene? But just the way his makeup is running and the white face and the hair wet. Crow. And they show it right against Draven. I mean, you're like, oh, my God. And then they show 
the crow lighting up after T Bird. That's right. Fire. That's right. And then they show Dark Knight Rising yes. with the fire. And he back. does that. And I'm like, yes. holy shit! Yes. Nolan totally ripped yes. off Alex Proyas and fucking the crow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but nice. no, that's a nice. tribute to what a very great... nice. It is. Oh. It is. Uh, that was probably one of the very rare comic book movies that actually did well, very well uh, on the big screen. That you know, if people had took more notice of it, maybe we could have had better comic book movies in the nineties. Yeah, you know, because this movie did it right. That the soundtrack, the look, the actor. When you actually got a really good lead actor, when you got a supporting cast, a great supporting cast. You know, because Ernie Hudson's great in that movie oh too. Oh my gosh, is he fantastic? Um, He's fucking great in that movie. I had the pleasure of meeting him mm-hmm. at Alamo City Comic Con, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the second or third year. I think it was the second year, that really big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Shorter than he, you might think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be taller than him, and he was like almost my height. I've got a About great my picture. height. Yeah, yeah, I've got a great picture of him, me and him, and my sister. And mm-hmm. I actually told him, I, I said, because Ghostbusters might be my favorite eighties movies mm-hmm. of all time, uh, and that's a lot, right? There's a lot. The eighties mm-hmm. is packed, but I love another Ghost movie, right? So another, another Ghost, Ghost movie. movie, yeah. So uh, I, I should have told him that. Uh, so I just couldn't wait to talk to him though because mm-hmm. I wanted to talk, and it was really cheap to meet too. It was yeah, so nice. yeah, it was. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I didn't have anything cool to autograph, which totally sucks. But um, I met him with my sister. We got to put our arm around him. It was very yeah, nice. I've seen that picture, and I, and I said, "I love you in Ghostbusters. I love you so much. I love Winston Zedmore." I said, "But let me tell you, I said for me, you and the crow, it's like so perfect." And I told him my favorite line is, uh, "I said." You might want to write it as graffiti. <laughs> I call it blood detective, but you blood. might you might want to write it as graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> and how about that? How about all those moments in the movie Double A? There's so much comedy it's in it. It's yeah. got a lot of great yeah. um, moments that are. You're like, did they write this in on purpose? Like, is it intentionally funny? Like, you're laughing your ass off. Yeah. Your 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 older brothers, both of them, would like quote so many lines that I would forget. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. I mean, I I still quote a lot of lines. I quoted that to you in uh, Hope. Holty Bear yeah. a few weeks ago. Smokes and road beer. Make it quick. You know, <laughs> I quoted right. that to you guys that's a few right. weeks ago. I, I can't I can't remember how many times your brother would always uh your oldest brother, uh, Art, who we're talking about who dresses the crow, would do uh he would do so many lines from um shit, fun boy. Oh you know, my goodness. To my yeah. Sheets. Yeah. So, like, and I can remember like seeing the movie like a dozen times and never hearing that line. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, go, you know, yeah. That's what the crow is, yes. right? You can watch yeah. it. Over and mm-hmm. over and over, and it's still great. It yeah. still holds up. I just watched it today, and I've seen it so many times that I, I can watch it. Well, it's one of those movies like sometimes you want something on in the background, and you can like be working or doing whatever, and you can yeah, have it on. It's one of still, those. You can yes. still, yes. Know, you, you can visualize in your head what's on screen. I totally agree with you on that. I every time that movie's on, if I'm by myself, for sure. I if you it's on, it. I, I just. Drop the remote yeah, just completely. Leave just oh, leave this it. Oh, this I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like that with Shawshank. It yeah. those movies are just like okay, boom. I, yeah. I I have said, and and I told you this a little bit in the in the before we started recording. I said that I had always kind of had the crow at number eleven, not not in my top ten, but in my top twenty, and at number eleven because it's there's so many in my top ten, and I'm like, oh, I love them all so much, and I watch them all so much. But I have to admit that there might be one or two in my top ten that are near the bottom. That this movie, The Crow, probably does push out, and it really should be in my top ten because oh. I watch it over and over. And, this and, movie is this movie is one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, definitely. just favorite movie. Period. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love that movie. I love this movie so much, and uh, 
my Ernie Hudson story, I got to meet him last year at Celebrity Fan Fest, mm. our very own Celebrity Fan Fest. He was kind Just of like, last year, 2019? Yes. Wow, I didn't and know it was that recent. Yeah, cool. yeah, and he kind of like was a last minute addition, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I, I bought my wife a poster she had had back in college. And somewhere along the way, I don't know, it got lost. It got taken from her. One of those, one of those two options. But she had always told me about this poster that she loved. She just always had it on the wall. Right. It's him with the guitar with his art spread out. And on the bottom, it says, Believe in Angels. So I found it yes. for her. And, we got to take a picture of that. Yeah. And uh, when I saw that Ernie Hudson was coming, I wanted to surprise her. So I didn't even tell her Ernie Hudson because she, she was still at work. She couldn't have came with me. Uh, even if she wanted to, she she's a nurse, so she was making calls. Mm -hmm. uh, Thank you, Chris. Yeah, so uh, it's funny, Sam. So I was in line, and you you, you can see everyone had Ghostbusters stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, of everyone course. just had Ghostbusters. I was probably <laughs> I was probably the only guy that had like something else from him. And, did you have uh, it like rolled up? Or I did have it rolled up. I did have it rolled up, and uh, I unrolled it, you know, in front of him and. He loved the poster. Yeah. You know, he he was like, "Oh wow, this is a great poster." I don't think I've ever seen this before because it's not like a movie poster where no. it has like the no. the words, the the yeah. cast, and everything yeah. on the bottom. It's just yeah. like literally like you described it. We will take a picture of this and mm -hmm. post it. But um, he he thought it was a great poster, and he signed. He has a real nice handwriting, beautiful uh, autograph. You can really tell it's Ernie Hudson. Mm -hmm. And then what I was really cool, I didn't think he was gonna put it, but he put Sergeant Albright, which yeah. I was like, "Oh, that ass!" You know, that's even sweeter. You know, that he put cool. that his character name. I told my wife, I was like, look, he's pretty much a co-star. You know, this is probably the next best thing we can get. Oh, and, you know, because Brendan Lee is, you know, is gone. Um, but Ernie Hudson, I was like, he's like the the other guy that makes the movie. There's no way I don't get Ernie Hudson's mm -hmm. autograph on this. And then you know what's great? has a lot of space for you to it get does. top dollar. Mm -hmm. uh, T-Bird. Uh, T-Bird. I mean, all yeah. those guys, I'm sure mm -hmm. they do cons. Um, of course, you know. Uh, Tony Todd, I, I would, you know, if he yeah. came back again, I would yeah. love to have Tony Todd's autograph. Yeah, on and uh, who plays T-Bird is because uh, he's from the Warriors. I know, the also. Warriors, yeah, yes. You know, uh, I forget his name. Uh, I love him, though. I love him. You'd be torn. You'd be torn because yeah. you want some warrior shit. So I, and I would. <laughs> and I would. And I probably would take both, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah if he's charging 40 for both. I'm yeah, just, I'm just yeah. gonna drop that eighty yeah. real quick, you know, what yeah. I mean? because it's gorgeous. This is a beautiful poster. In fact, I love to own this myself. Off to eBay, I go oh, watch after nice, this probably. Nice. So yeah, um, my sister has a great like. It's like it's on a foam board, like pretty mm -hmm. much like I guess somebody was printing them at a at a comic show. It's like on a foam board. It's literally like the size of like I don't even know what to describe it. Really, what's what size? It's like a okay. Imagine a comic book, okay, but like a longer comic book, like two. Okay, it's like that, like a panel. She okay. has that. It's, it's, it's almost like a foam board, like I said, like something that you would like. I don't know, just foam. Mm -hmm. um, but it's got the print on there of the crow, and he's, he's leaned, his head's leaned up against the grave. Nice. She has that on her wall. I bought her the figure, which I think it might be in this pose where he's nice. uh, the Mc, Very nice. Uh, it might be, is it NECA? It might be a McFarlane one. Or it might be a McFarlane. It's beautiful. They're hard to find. They're very expensive oh, yeah. now. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. they even made the giant ones. Mm. In fact, today, after I rewatched it today, I went to go look for the. I think your did your brother maybe have it? Where he he has, the top dollar yes. of fighting on the roof. Uh, ooh, he may have had it at one time. What's cool about it is that the crow's hands, Eric Draven's hands, mm -hmm. uh, Bradley's hands, the character, the toy, his hands are positioned to hold the um, the weather vane. He uses ah, very nice. And the weather vane is in the little pack. It's <laughs> okay. neat. It's really neat. And of okay. course, top dollar has the sword or whatever. So uh, I mean, guys, um, you know, 
the movie is just it's so quotable it's it so, is it's so like beautiful it's a love story it's a ghost story it's tragic but it's, it's very tragic funny and it's yeah. about love like today i was watching it and like i kind of choked up like twice and i was like i knew these mm -hmm. parts were coming but i guess i never gave him a lot of thought but like when sarah's wandering around mm -hmm. and she's like you know, forget you then. Like, you know, you, you don't even care. And yeah. then real quickly, he's like, I do care. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, damn. Like, it's still, you know, I don't think I've ever choked up at that part. But I mean, it's hard. Like I said, uh, they all do great. Just mm -hmm. all of them do really, really great stuff. Mm -hmm. Great acting, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, it's great. Like, the, uh, you know. So let, let's kind of take it back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he first appears in comics in 1989. Right. Uh, by former Marine, James O'Bart. That's right. Very okay. cool. Very cool. And you told me, and I, I've read about this too, that, you know, he was kind of uh, grieving because his, you know, fiance had yeah. been ran over by a drunk driver. Yeah. Now, do you know that I, some of the, I don't mean to cut you off. No, but, no. Um, go ahead. Some of this story, I heard it from the Shutter episode again, mm -hmm. um, the, uh, the Curse Films. Curse films. Mm -hmm. And the person telling the story is, I believe his name is... Um, we know him from um, The Hills Have Eyes, but I always think of him from Weird Science. The oh, guy that, with the big the dude, yeah. The big, yeah. He, he's born with a rare condition where he yes. doesn't grow hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, his name is um, Michael Berryman. Yes, he was here. He's going to be, he was here in San Antonio like this weekend or last weekend. Did we miss him? Yeah, it was oh at that, gosh. it was at that Six Flags Celebrity Fan I want to kiss his giant head. It's not, he can't do that because of COVID. Sorry, I had a lot of uh, Frankenstein beer guys. <laughs> no, but he he beautifully tells the story. So so I I have a hardcover, mm -hmm. and I'm sorry I'm all over, but I have a hardcover mm -hmm. of the of the crow story that my girlfriend bought for me um, from online. It came in. I think it was like a like a nothing gift, like no reason, like a no yeah, reason cool. gift, which awesome. was beautiful. Awesome. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I think. And I think she even went to like my Amazon wish list, which I just okay. like, I have there, but I'm like, nobody looks at it. Oh, wow. Okay. But she went to it and she found that. And I, I remember being like, wow, it looks super hard. She even drew me like a little picture. Oh, that My girlfriend's an artist. Okay. And so she drew something in there, but um, I hadn't had a chance to read it. So knowing that this episode was coming up, I started to read it. And I, I didn't really get too far into the book because I read this big forward that he wrote and he tells, he tells mm -hmm. his story. And then I got to hear Michael Berryman tell it in the cursed films episode. But that pretty much uh, he didn't want to drive that day or something like that. She was going downstairs to pick him up. He's uh, the one that called her okay, to come okay. get him. So he blamed himself. Okay. He yeah. blamed himself for her yeah. getting hit randomly mm -hmm. by this drunk driver and killed. I, I can't even uh, begin to imagine the no. guilt. No, no. You know what I mean? No. Um, just so awful, you know what I mean. So, it is awful, you, and you, you'll never not blame yourself. Yeah, and and if you read the story, the way like you, you, it really doesn't show too much in the movie, but in the book itself, um, between the killings, he's really just a a big fucking wreck. Oh yeah, huge wreck. Yeah, uh, you know, just missing Shelley. Uh, the crow too is actually like a real character too in the in the comic mm -hmm. book. Uh, it's not just like where you see it. Does it talk? Yeah, it does. Oh, cool. And it actually okay. kind of tells him that he needs to stop, you know, grieving. He yeah. needs to stop feeling guilty. Yeah. You know, get on your mission and you know, kind of put it behind you. You get you know? that vibe. I in the movie, you get that vibe that like I'm like, man, it's almost like the bird is communicating. And almost, but in the book, it actually does com communicate cool. and. Uh, just golly, it's it's so much brutal than what the movie shows of what happens to him and Shelly. It's it's brutal, brutal. 
Uh, they break down on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the gang comes. You know, they see him, and I think he tries telling Shelly to, you know, kind of hide. Right. You know, and I think right. they see her, and so it's not in the apartment. Like no, that. it's raining. It's yeah. raining, and yeah. they have a, a flat tire, oh engine troubles. And yeah, and you know, he tries stopping them, they shoot him. He doesn't die right away. He's kind of like they shoot him in the head, but like he's like still awake and he's paralyzed. And you know, they do those awful things to Shelly, you know, that they do in the movie, right? Right, and he's watching it because he can't move. Oh my god, you know, it's brutal, it's brutal, it's it's really fucking brutal. And uh, you know, he comes back just like the movie and. You know, he, he kills him, you know, just like the movie, but with less trouble than in the movie. And But, like like I said, in between the parts, he's just grieving so fucking hard. Yeah. You know, it's it's really hard on him. I was, you know? um, yeah, I, I, I'm not that far in the book. Yeah. Like, right yeah. where I'm at, it feels like he's already, like, at top dollar. Like, he's mm-hmm. already. Yeah, yeah. top dollar in the book is is not the boss okay. at all. Okay. You so know, they're, they're all game. Right. That's right. it. Top Dollar is not a mob boss he, or whatever he's supposed to be, whatever yeah. kind of boss he's supposed to be. He, he's not that. He, these are all just like thugs. Do you, just, do you feel like the movie maybe organized the thoughts a little bit better? Sure. Okay. sure. I'm just curious how sure. you feel like. Sometimes sure. I know we feel this might have presented but, the material But better. you know what? Um, I think the movie did a better job okay. than the book. And, okay. and I'm not saying the book it sucks. Uh, it's a really great book. Well, sometimes that happens. We've talked mm-hmm. about that before. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, King with Shawshank. the, with, with, yeah. Shawshank's Shawshank. are perfect. And also, um, I would say maybe King with the body also. Sure, sure. But, but again, yeah. you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, so it's easy for someone, for me, a writer, for to sure. come in for and sure. look at this great source look, material and say, oh, you know what? Look, he was, up a yeah, bit. he was writing this throughout the 80s. Right. It wasn't just one year he decided to do it. It, it was a grieving process throughout the 80s. Yeah. This uh, was his release. Yes. From that. So that's what he would, that's his mindset throughout this whole time of writing it. So when 94 comes around, sure, maybe it's a little different yeah. now. I almost get know? the impression that it's almost like, it's almost like he wanted to take his own life or this. Maybe. So yeah. this yeah. saved his life. Yeah. The creation of yeah. Eric Draven and the crow and Shelley Webster and uh, the beautiful story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to me, I imagine it must have felt like a real triumph to say, we want to make this into a major motion oh, picture. awesome. This is like an independent comic, a yeah. black and white independent yeah. comic. The, the quote on the back of my hardcover is awesome. I love that quote, too. Yeah, and yeah. it's from Steve Niles, who does – and you know what? Here's one we did miss from uh, Vampire episode, 30 Days of 30 Night. 30 Days of Night, Steve yeah. Niles is the author of 30 Days of Night, which became a really cool movie, too. Mm-hmm. Great vampire story. Great, Next great year, story. Guys. Yeah, great story. <laughs> Next yeah. year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it says here – and I quote, James O'Barr and The Crow paved the way for many of us in comics. Without The Crow, I'm convinced that independent comics would be a barren waste. Yeah, I think so, too. You're, yeah. You know what you're talking about right there, guys? You're talking about the boys at Dynamite. You're mm-hmm. talking about The Walking Dead. Spawn. You're talking about Spawn. Yeah. You're talking about, dude, without James O'Barr in 1989 and The Crow, mm-hmm. you don't get some of the best comic yeah. books ever yeah. presented to people because you didn't know that stories like this could be told in the comic yeah. book form. And I mean, uh, it's gorgeous and it's beautiful. And the it characters is yeah. so cool. It's so rich. Yeah. So that's what the book was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the eighties too. So now we get to 1994, big screen adaption adaptation. You know, they cast Brandon Lee and this is going to be his vehicle to, to, to movie stars. He's for done, sure. 
showdown and he's still karate uh, movies like his dad right you know right you know but he wanted to get away he didn't he want to, to be get away as a karate star mm-hmm. um which he doesn't really go that heavy in that nope. there's athleticism no. clearly yes clearly athleticism yes. um yes. but uh it doesn't go heavy-handed in that nope. in that uh he's nope. not he's not a martial artist you know, nope. this. he's he's just like an awesome fighter mm-hmm. and, and, uh, superhuman abilities yep yeah, yeah definitely yes. <laughs> yeah and then uh Double what I mean. Yeah, so I mean, we get the story right off the bat from the beginning. Uh, crime scene, mm-hmm. you know, brutal crime scene. The, you know, the lead character Shelly, she's dying, you know, bad. She Clearly brutalized. Brutalized bad. Eric Draven's dead. Yeah. You know. They cover him up right in the beginning. <sighs> yeah. This is what I wanted to say, Double about this movie. Sometimes you've got to wait, right? People are trying to give you a slow burn mm-hmm. or whatever. It's got to build or whatever, you know, timing, mm-hmm. whatever. They're making movies longer now. you got Endgame at three yeah. hours. Yeah. You, we're going to make it into a show because we got a character develop. Guess what, guys? This movie, to the filmmaker's credit, character develops, all that yeah. pacing, very fucking yeah. tight. Right away, you see the city on fire. Boom. Devil's Night. Devil's Night. October yeah. 30th. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, what's this? I never heard of that. What the mm-hmm. fuck? The name alone, Devil's Night, brings you in. Then you go right to this murder scene. Yeah. You see the, the body getting covered yeah. up. Handsome guy, uh, clearly handsome guy, good guy getting in. And you've got, you know, Ernie Hudson, who you've only really probably known as Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Winston's everywhere, as a cop, smoking a cigarette, whatever. And then there's this girl that they're like, they're, they're trying with her, like, you know what I mean? And she's, bloody and like you said yeah. out of it and then take it away double a i mean what's going on yeah next? so fast forward it goes fast forward one year later you know yeah uh fast forward one year later and uh it's still pretty shitty uh but then you see the crow uh kind of uh reanimating uh eric draven pretty you know? much yeah he, he does kind of like a spider-man you know fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah what a great yeah. uh, tribute right there yeah that could potentially be but yeah, literally coming out of the grave mm-hmm. and in pain and freaking pain. out and yeah. rain and darkness and cold. Now here's something that I didn't read up on it in, in research for this, but I'd heard it before in previous double A. I don't know if you ever heard this. That uh Brandon Lee would literally to get in the mode of being cold and wet would soak himself in ice tubs. Like with his clothes on and everything before shooting. I don't know if that's true. Maybe we can look that up so we can verify that or not. But that's what I had heard at one time that he was doing uh, to prep because he was so determined to put forth this spectacular uh, performance. And uh, I mean, can you imagine that? I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? And I think they filmed it all in, uh, I wrote it down here. Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, and they said it okay. was cold. It okay. was very cold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what I have here. Okay. Uh, so that, you know, I, I imagine, uh, I think the Carolinas get like normal, like four seasons or mm. whatever, but I think that it was when it was cold, but that's what he would do. So he could feel like, I think so that he could feel like what he thought was like a corpse, like he could feel cold Ew. and like, Ew. you know, like uncomfortable. And yeah. uh, you feel that. And he, he does look thin. He looks in shape, yeah, but he does, does look pretty yes. thin. You can yes. see his ribs and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's clearly fit, you know what I mean? But but yeah. it's a, a skinnier fit. It's not yes. like it's not like he bulked up for a superhero movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, literally crawling out of mm-hmm. a grave, screaming. Um, I mean, like I said, guys, this is like in the first 
10 minutes or less yeah it is you're like i'm yeah. in this movie what the fuck is going on yeah so he he gets back to his apartment and then that's when you know the memories flood back of what happened yeah he's every part he takes yeah it's where he gets uh the knife thrown in his back um mm-hmm. you know where he gets his you know shot where he gets thrown out of the window Yep. Uh, yeah. Where that hears, part. Yeah. Where he How hears, about that? Him in front of the window, his arms spread out. Yeah. He's literally reliving yeah. his death. Yeah. When he picks up his his cat Gabriel, he feels what when it scratched. Um. What's his? What's uh, his fun finger? boy. No, no, not fun boy. Uh, 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 skank. Skank. You know, like he actually feels like Gabriel scratching him, like it, I, like it scratched uh, Skank. Damn. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I mean, it was kind of like damn, you know, and. That's when it like comes back when he realizes, okay, this is what I'm here for, to get revenge on the yeah. the fuckers that did this to me and my fiance. And almost right then, you you don't see any more Eric Draven nope. because he becomes the crow. The crow. We get the great music, yes. the cure, yeah. the song "Burn." Guys, mm-hmm. go listen to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think literally the first line is like, "Paint your face." Mm-hmm. It says, he says yeah. you know, "Paint your says, face." Paint, yeah. paint your face, and you see him. He sees the the mask mm-hmm. of the. The, the it's like the like the, a mime like a, the, a tragedy mask. the tragedy yes 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 on a mirror yes and he he wipes everything off the table because there's you know again this is this old apartment there's all his old things mm-hmm. there he's finding so many things are strewn about pictures and there's that he gets some grease paint like a like a clown guys and he's yep. really, literally rubbing it on yep. his face mm-hmm. i mean you could almost even say that because when i saw that shutter episode i mean uh i'm sure it was filmed and done before they that uh, Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix was out, but you almost get that kind of vibe, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the rubbing it and becoming something else. He's changing. He's not. He's yeah. not going to be Eric Draven anymore. Yeah. Now he's going to be the Crow. You know what I mean? The, yeah. And then there's that great scene when he puts on his, you know, his black, uh, you know, long sleeve. Yeah. And he goes to the window, and the crow comes on his shoulder. Yes. It's just I love damn. That. You know, I love double A is the shot of like his hand coming through the sleeve. Yeah. Like, I'm yes. like why do you get yeah. that shot? It yeah. doesn't mean anything, but it does. It's like it's been some he's just putting on his old and then you see yeah, you see the wounds on his back, where, right? You know, the stab wound, the how about when he holes. swings, he swings on the yes. edge of the Ooh. and he yeah. comes down and he does this pose, yeah. he looks at his hands, and his hands heal. Yeah, you're like, Oh shit, like, this you know. guy's not normal, yeah. he's not a man anymore. He's he's a ghost, he's something else, he's a spirit of vengeance, you know, mm-hmm. for for lack of a better terminology, you know what I mean? Tribute to Ghostwriter. But uh, uh, guys, we're going to keep going in more on The Crow. We are going to talk about, obviously, the huge tragedy that occurs within the movie um, right when we get back from this quick break, guys. Two skips, if you wanted to know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, and we're right back here with you after the short break. Thanks for sticking with us. And we're talking all things Eric Draven, the Ooh. crow. How many girls named their kid Draven after that? <laughs> uh, a bunch. Uh, after what a great name, crow. too, right? I, Eric Draven. I know. I love what it. What a great yeah, name. I know. It's just like, it's so, it's like so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know what I was going to suggest to you for titles of this episode was Hangman's Joke. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that mm-hmm. thought came in my mind, but I, I didn't thought so know too. That anybody would get it. I so. thought so too. Same here though. Yeah. Same here. But uh, yeah. guys, I mean, this movie is is. I mean, it's just become so iconic. Over it the has. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it inspired. You know, if you're a wrestling fan, it inspired the wrestler Sting. Sting. And how huge was that, right? And it made him it made him an even bigger star than he already was. I mean, Sting in nineteen ninety seven was the biggest like face in wrestling and it's pretty much because he based his look on the crow. Yeah, that was his resurgence. It <laughs> really was. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, about the Shutter episode of Cursed Films where it shows how this film influenced, you know, Dark yeah. Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight Returns, uh, uh, yeah, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and how it influenced mm-hmm. you know, the Matrix, and you're just like, well, you're right, you know, and you see that, it's like the vibe is totally there, and, um, you know, I, I just, you know, again, we're going to keep saying this, but I just like, love it so much, yeah. there's so many yeah. little beats about the movie that are great, and yeah. it's a great movie, a great story, great yeah. pacing, great acting, it's like, all yeah. the hallmarks are there that you need. Yeah, know? like some of my favorite parts is like, you know, in the beginning uh, with Ernie Hudson where he's buying Sarah a hot dog, you know, uh, where he <laughs> he's saying that guy, you know, come on, man, you know, you got to put the mustard on the bottom. And he's like, here, give me that. And yeah. Here, put me some onions. Come on, man. Don't go cheap on me. Come on. <laughs> They're eating these big footlongs. They too, are. Right? Yeah. 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 I, I love that hot dog vendor too. He's like, what we need is a good fire. Yeah. Like another yeah. natural disaster. <laughs> Yeah, and you so know, morbid, yeah, and, and you know, Sarah comes, and you know, it's a year later, and obviously, them two have had a bigger relationship now. You know, right. Sergeant Albright and Sarah he kind of yeah. looks out for her too on the streets, yeah. you know. And then one of those, you know, funny parts that come, you know, like you know, the, the gang is blowing shit up, right? Right. And you know, they, you know, Skink is all taking T Bird. Hey, they're cop, cop, and he fucking slows down his car. Yeah, just that little bit because he sees Ernie Hudson's character, and then he speed up right away. It's like, right. man, what, he's got the ground effects on his nice <laughs> yeah. T Bird car. Yeah. Um, I remember when they first showed them uh, the song playing in the in the car is uh, uh, Stone Temple. Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Big Empty, Big Empty, yeah. which is my favorite Stone Temple Pilots oh, song. Okay, yeah, nice. I, I nice. love that song okay. with them, and it's so uh, okay. excellent. And it's only in the movie for like that quick. Yeah, clip just a second. Yeah, but uh, yeah, very cool part. In fact. I will also say this part of my research today. I ate hot dogs oh, for dinner today nice. <laughs> from a little hot dog cart uh, near my work called, I think it's called Chicago Hot Dog. And they make Chicago now, did you get like Albright and then you get mustard, ketchup, and I, onion? I didn't because normally how I eat a hot dog, I don't know about you, Dylan, but normally how I eat a hot dog, just ketchup. That's normally how I eat my hot dog. Uh, only way I can eat is chili, chili dogs. Chili and cheese? Yes. Okay. You yes. Go to the, one day we're going to go to this place, me and you eat, eat hot dogs. Pretty good. They do to the cheese dogs, but they also do the real Chicago style. The oh, guys from Chicago, nice. or whatever. Very so the nice. last time I went there with my girl, Jess, we had Chicago style. So okay. they put like tomato and like oh, a oh the whole thing. Yeah, there. the whole thing. Yeah, so we ate yeah. them that way, which was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> um, but I've never been one to eat my hot dog with like mustard ketchup, and we're mm. so off topic. Mm. But uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is part of the movie, guys. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I wanted to try it playing just with just ketchup, but in honor of the crow because I love that part too. I love because it's like it's emotion, you know. Yeah, she even, it is. She even tells them, you know, she tells Albrecht, you know, uh, no onions because they make you fart yeah. big time, and they yeah. all have a laugh. Yeah, like you know, it's yeah. Like, well, even that part too, like even before that, it's like, are you buying? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm buying. buying. Yeah, yeah, I'm buying. It's cool, man. Because yeah. you know, then we later on we find out her mom's a real shit bag. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to get to this part at the end. I don't want to forget because we're talking about the parts that we love or whatever. And I, I think that's great because um, it's exactly how I wanted this conversation to go. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the mom, Darla, Darla. is uh, mm -hmm. fucking one of the gang members. The, the Fun boy. T-Bird's, I mean, a top dollar's gang that is like. Yeah. Uh, his, it's kind of like his 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 gang that does the explosions that I guess you can say his main game, the main guys that he always uh, employs. Yeah. To uh, muscle his, uh, you know, that does his dirty stuff. Pretty really. Much, yeah. you know? Now, now uh, we may have skipped ahead. Did we? Did we skip over what happens to Tintin? Uh, we might have. No, I want to say at that part he's that. still alive. Okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah. So um, we do see because um, <laughs> they're just blowing shit up. Right. And that part right. when they're all like. They're blowing we're, we're kind of catching up, up with characters yeah. where they are now, the yeah. bad guys and and the yeah, because it's kind of like one year later. So we already talked about Eric coming back. Uh, you know, we we see what happens with Albright. Obviously, he's not a sergeant anymore. He got busted down. Yeah. Uh, but him and Sarah have become pretty good friends. Uh, I guess they've seen each other throughout the whole year. You know, he comforted her. He looks after her. There's kind of that tough moment when they're taking Shelly away in the beginning and. Uh, She's saying, where's Eric? And mm -hmm. he, he tells her, you know, uh, Ernie Hudson, as, as Sergeant Albrecht says, uh, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Don't worry yeah. about that right now. Yeah. And then Sarah says to him, you, you lied to her. You lied. Yeah. And, and she goes, you know, he says, I had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then she and, and he goes, she tells him, and you're lying to me mm -hmm. because she's not going to be okay. She's going to die. Yeah. And he doesn't say no. He yeah. just kind of hugs her because she starts to cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, Fuck, like this is in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's such a and great That's what game. I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't expect it, but Ernie Hudson does a really oh, great he's job. So good. Uh, he's so good. You know, you might just think of him as Winston, but you know, it, which is also so good. Yes, yes, yes. But it's like so <laughs> different. You know, it's like completely different from Ghostbusters 1 and 2. If you want a testament to Ernie Hudson's acting, um, watch The Crow. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you haven't, but watch that. <laughs> but also, Go back to Ghostbusters Part One and just watch that scene with him and Dan Aykroyd in the car. With the uh, Do you talking, believe in the Bible? Do you believe in right. the Bible? <laughs> that part makes that movie yeah. very yeah. scary. Yeah. When Maybe he's like, this is the yeah. end times. The dead rising. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him everything. And Dan Aykroyd, even Dan Aykroyd's actually yeah, he's like, let's turn on the radio. How about some music? <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like that shit makes Ghostbusters very scary. If you're not scared by the opening scene, that chick is the yeah. librarian chick because that fucking part's scary too. But but yeah, so I mean Ernie Hudson stellar as Sergeant Albrecht. Now we know he gets busted down. I don't know what his rank was at the beginning of the movie, but you can he, tell obviously he him, call him a beat cop later. Him and on. that fucking lieutenant, they have a beef. Yeah. Now but one Latino in the movie. Is a real asshole. But you can tell he is a good detective. Whatever the beef is between them, it's something personal between them. But right. obviously, he right. knows he's a badass detective. He does know that, but yeah. he just doesn't like him. So he busts him down. I mean, look, he he had he knows every member of Top mm -hmm. Dollar's gang, yeah, or, or uh, yeah. T Bird's gang. Yeah, you know I mean, those mm -hmm. are T Bird's guys mm -hmm. under Top Dollar. And uh, every time something happens, because of Eric Draven and the Crow, them doing something. It comes. He that detective goes right to Albrecht, and he's like, uh, uh, "Which one is this?" You know what I mean? And I'm like, "Are you doing anything, you lazy?" Fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. He just sucks. I'm like, Ernie Hudson's doing all the goddamn work here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, 
Okay, so we kind of catch up. It's a year later. We catch up. We see a little, a little bit where everybody's at, and then we get this scene in Gideon's pawn shop, right? Am I yes? Am I right? Yes. Right yes. To be? Yeah. So you can see, obviously, this dude is a shady fucking pawn dealer. Uh, your your stereotypical like front cover, that yeah. bald guy, balding guy, horseshoe hair. Tintin needs money. He's pawning off a leather purse, and obviously, leather. obviously, he fucking sees it. He goes, he asks Tintin, "Is this blood?" <laughs> you know, and it, you know he knows he knows what they are. <laughs> he doesn't give a damn. Oh, yeah, he's gonna take whatever. He saying. gives him like fifty bucks. Yeah, he knows they. Maybe killed, raped for it, yeah, whatever, he knows. murdered. He knows. But he's still going to fucking he's, try to resell it. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. So yeah. there's so, that. So we may get in. We meet that side character. So we're like, okay, Tintin leaves. You know, he's obviously pissed. He's like, I should have stabbed your fat ass. <laughs> you know? And then that's when After we get. He calls him a lame ass, yeah. chrome dome, yeah. child molesting, sacrifice <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Which I was like, wow. <laughs> He went all in on that disc. But you know what's funny? He's like getting still left. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like, lock the door. Yeah, lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's such a great part. That's, what, that's how quotable it is. Yeah. So his pawn shop looks dirty. I'm like, it is. I it's fucking a, wouldn't buy yeah. shit from this. I mean, guy looks like a, he does look a child molester. You know? But it, it's funny. It's like, you know, Tintin does all these jobs, and yet he's like, Still needs broke, to pawn shit. Broke, yeah. and then, you know, where he hangs out, too, in the alleys. You know, that's where Eric finds him. Yeah, you know, that's He's right, all right. warming up next to that fucking barrel. Trash guy. Yeah. yeah. Real <laughs> criminal type. Yeah. Which, which we get to that scene, finally, you know, where mm -hmm. I talked about where, you know, they just show Eric Draymond, and he's just running as hard as he can, jumping, leaping off buildings. Yeah. You know, with that badass music in the background. Yeah, pretty much watching from above. The, the crows leading him. He can see through the crow's eyes yes, where he's going. Yes, that's a great yes. um, trope mm -hmm. of this movie. Mm -hmm. that, that's kind of like his extra eyes. Yes, you know? yes. And he finally zeroes in on one of the motherfuckers. You know, Tintin. Yeah. You know, how about, how about him falling off? How he gets sad oh, to get down. I love that part where he just throws himself off and then he just starts laughing. <laughs> Man, because you're just like, nothing can fucking hurt And you're me. like, what is yeah. that? And I love it because like several times in the movie, you're like, are you high? Are you on some shit? Like, this motherfucker is like. I love that part how he just throws himself off. Like, you know what, motherfucker? It's your time. And, and it, here and it is. And again, guys. You might not think of it as a horror movie, creepy movie, but that part's kind of creepy. creepy. That's creepy. It's you're creepy. Like, oh, like, what's up? Like, it's creepy. You know what I mean? He almost knows he's indestructible at that point. And uh, proceeds to have this encounter with Tintin. With Tintin, yeah. And uh, Tintin, hey. as you told me earlier, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck you all painted up for? Does yeah. it? Halloween, it's so yeah, And Tintin knows this guy's coming after me. He can tell right away. Oh, yeah. And they get into a brutal alley fight. Brutal, brutal, which Eric Draven pretty much takes early on. Mm -hmm. uh, takes him. You know, Tintin punches him. He He's not feeling anything. Pretty much you know? just shakes it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, he gets him and he finally talks to Tintin. He was like, you know, a year ago, you know, you murdered, you raped, yeah. you know, a, a woman. Do you remember yeah. And you know, Tintin, you know, being an asshole. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some bitch, some dude, some bitch, whatever. Fucking slaps him. Yeah. Yeah. This fucking awesome <laughs> slap. Eric Raven slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. And, and then he kind of loses focus. He's like, You raped her. You murdered yeah. her. He's like, Yeah, I shagged her pink ass and she loved it. And that gets Eric like, and he, fuck. Yeah. And that's when he 
gets upper hand. And on. he gets a little upper hand. You know, he has him kind of on the floor. Tintin starts feeling good. He takes off his trench coat. Yeah. And he's like, I'd like to introduce you to a couple of friends. We never miss. And he's spinning you know? these knives on his Because that's his thing. Expertly. He's a knife expert. Yeah. I mean. You know, and one of my favorite parts. Love he's it. throwing it. You know, Eric uh, dodges. He throws another one. He fucking bats smacks it, it out of the way. Bats it out of the way. He's like, try again. Try harder. Yeah. You know, and then this time he's like, oh. And, and then fucking Eric just catches it with both hands. And that's when even and his he fucking, face is like, yeah, he's like, fuck. whoa. And then Eric throws it back, fucking nails it. He throws it so hard, he fucking nails him to the pallets mm-hmm. behind him. Can and then he just comes quick. Yeah. Where he, he says one of my favorite lines. You know, he grabs him by the throat, grabs a knife, says, victims, aren't we all? And then he fucking gets a knife and Ooh. stabs him. You know, and then we see what else he did to Tintin. You know, on the crime scene. Obviously, yeah. he didn't stab him just at one time. No. He stabbed him a shitload of time. <laughs> yeah. As uh, T Bird later on says, someone stuck all Tim's <laughs> yeah. blades in his organs in alphabetical order. Which is, again, it's like, it's funny, but you're like, this guy got brutally murdered. Like, he was a fucking asshole, but you're like, shit. And that's another cool thing, right? Double A. Like, it, it, we don't see Draven doing all that. We don't see, you know, Eric doing all that. But we see it when they're like the crime scene guys, and then they're all in the body yeah. way, and there's all the knives. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck, he yeah. fucked him up. He fucked him up good. And that's where you get the next scene where you see the blood crow drawn on the on the wall, mm-hmm. and the detective is again asking Ernie Hudson for advice. Yeah. What do you call this? And then he says to him, "I call it blood, detective." <laughs> <laughs> you might want to write it up as graffiti <laughs> which is great and you're just like fuck like here he's breaking balls you know, he's breaking balls yeah. but uh i mean the ball is rolling now man like uh you know eric is off to the races and he's getting his yeah revenge. so uh after this we kind of get introduced to uh top dollar uh before uh t-bird kind of informs him what's right. going on we see top dollar we see this guy that's uh the underboss of the city you know obviously he has a sister yeah. Uh, we knew him as Guy of Gisborne, Guy of Gisborne. From Robert Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves with and, Kevin Costner. Yeah, and we can tell he's a really fucked up dude. You know, they show a naked woman on the bed. Yeah. Uh, you know, him and his sister are there, and they turn her around, and she has, like, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah, and then the sister proceeds to pluck her eyes out. You know, which you don't see, like, you know, now he <laughs> or they did, sister, right? Guys, but the sister's played by Bailene, who also is a Jedi, I believe. Yeah, she? I believe so. I yeah, believe she so. might have been like Master yeah. Luminari or yeah. something. So, so, so you can tell right off the bat that he's just a really fucked up dude. You know, yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know. This dude's just really fucked up. They're just into all kinds yeah. of shit. You know yeah. I mean? um, so he reports, you know, and you know he wants him to find out what's going on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something happened or whatever. Clearly, yeah. so he wants to know what the fuck. But, um. So, yeah, so that's Top Dollar and the quote-unquote sister. Well, I think later on we find out that's his half-sister. Same dad. Yeah, same, like, same dad, dad he yeah, says. Same dad. Um, so, obviously, the dad was getting around or whatever. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Top Dollar, long hair, looking white dude. Sister, very Asian-looking, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, I guess, half, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. And they're getting it on, and they're killing fucking people. Yeah, it was so. horrible, horrible. And horrible. he's obviously the boss. We're learning there. Yes. He's, he's the yes, one over T-Bird mm-hmm. and that little crew. Yes. Um, so we go from that right to... Back to Gideon's. Back to Gideon's, mm-hmm. right. Now Eric shows up, and he wants to... 
pretty much find something. He knows that, you know, they took stuff from them, mm -hmm. uh, something very personal. They took Shelly's wedding or, yeah, engagement, engagement ring. Engagement ring. Right. Which obviously, again, we, you know, this Gideon is not a, a fucking nice dude. <clears throat> you he's know, a fucking scumbag. He, yeah, he's, he's just a fierce scumbag, you know, and he pretty much brutalizes Gideon, throws him all over the place. You know, I'm looking for an engagement ring, a gold engagement ring. But he's also ring. talking shit, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he, he He's not being cooperative, yeah. so they're like, all right, I got to fuck you yeah. up a little bit. So yeah. he does. Yeah, <laughs> and then he finally tells him they're in the back, and, you know, Eric's, like, getting these rings, and yeah, it's like cool, he right? can almost see. Yeah everybody's story in that ring and he's just like golly and, and then he finally finds the one his one writing ring that he gave and to shelly flashes back into the yes. moment when he gave it to her yeah. and shows it to her yeah. and those scenes are so beautiful am i right double a yes. where it's like it kind of yes. put like this red light mm -hmm. and uh i, I um like um, i said his facial expressions are great right uh right. when he finds a ring you know you can see the pain that he's in you know and uh he goes back to gideon you know where he's trying to bandage up his his fucking hand because Eric, uh, you know, stabbed his hand. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he fucked him up. Yeah. yeah. Him. Uh, what about the rest of that scene, though, where he tells him, you know, uh, every one of these, yeah. he's, he's throwing rings mm -hmm. and he's flinging mm -hmm. them at Gideon's head. He's like, every one of these is a life. You, you helped destroy. Help destroy. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he says, uh, and he's pouring gas yes. on the whole pawn yes. shop, guys. Yes. And then he dumps the rings. I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. Like, this, this shit yeah. just looks fucking cool. First, he tells me, he goes, I want you to give him a message, you know, and mm -hmm. pretty much tell him that he's going to live, but, you know, he wants him to deliver a message to the other ones that they're not going to have very long to live, you know. And Gideon proceeds to talk more shit, mm -hmm. you know, which he turns around and, you know, he was all like, Is that gasoline I smell? Yeah. You know, and Gideon's yeah. like, No, man. No. <laughs> He fucking shoots it. You see all the rings come out, and the I mean, fucking just, place just, just blows up. Even even Eric is engulfed in flames. One harm with the shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just like looks badass. And you know what? Double A said it earlier. You said it earlier, Double A. You watch this movie as a, as a younger guy, and you think it's so cool. This is a badass character. Maybe you've never been in love yet, and really know yeah. you 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 yeah. you can grow with this movie yeah. and appreciate it on so many other levels once you've loved once you've lost maybe once mm -hmm. you're in love now can you can imagine what you're, but at the time you're just like this is like a cool guy he looks yeah. he looks badass his face is painted he wears all black mm -hmm. i mean like he says cool shit yeah. like, and i'm like this is cool a lot of poetry you know? he kind of recites you yeah. know that you notice he, you know? in fact when he goes into gideon's he recites his growling poem mm -hmm. he's like mm -hmm. i heard I heard a raven rapping. Yeah, rapping, rapping at, at my, my door. Chamber door, yeah. You heard me rapping, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. He's very clever, too. So he I is. Like that he's about very him. clever. I love the lines. Like I said, one of my favorite lines is the one he delivers to Tintin. You know, the victims, aren't we oh, all? Yeah, you know, I definitely. love that fucking line. Every time I see it, I quote it. Is that I from say something? It right with Do him. we know? I think it is. Yeah. I, I'm not going to try to even remember, but I want to say, yeah, it is something. But yeah. every time it comes on and I see that part, I say it with him all the time. I was just trying to get real quickly to the actress's name, uh, Sophia Shyness. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but she's who plays Shelley Webster in The ah, Crow. Okay. Uh, and she's so beautiful in all the mm -hmm. scenes where they cut back to her and she's, um, you know, touching uh, 
Oh, Brady yeah, Lee it's as, great. As Eric yeah. Lee. You know, yeah. I, you really feel their relationship. You, do. you, know? you really so do. That That's really awesome. Uh, again, and again, it's a small kind of, she's a major character, but you don't see her throughout the no, movie. It, it's I fun. mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a small role. It's cool. For yeah. her being How the they main, do it like that, yeah. it's cool. I love that. I love yeah. that. And, um, and in this times that she is there, she does a great job. Actually. She does, yeah, really yeah, she job. did great. Yeah, you just feel their love. Um, but yeah, so pretty much that's what happens to Gideon, and yeah, so and, you know him and Albright have a encounter mm -hmm. after right after that place blows. Right, and you know yeah. Albright's right there, and you know <laughs> he kind of like tells him, you know, like you remember Shelley Webster, yeah. you know, and tells him, and he's like. It kind of get yeah, Albright remembers that whole incident, yeah. and you know he turns around and he vanishes, and he's like, "Whoa, you know what the hell?" Yeah, you know. You see him do that walking against the wind. <laughs> I don't know where that means. Where that's yeah. from. That's funny though. But uh, yeah, so again, guys, the character development is kind of just growing here. Like you're mm -hmm. liking them more. I think I think the humor helps you to like the characters more when they yeah. do have humor. Yeah. Um, and and again, guys, that that's like that's kind of a lost art right now. Mm -hmm. It's a lost art to make you love a character mm -hmm. so much right away. I mean, I think that we could show the crow to anybody that never seen it right now, and they would immediately care about Eric, Shelley, oh, Sarah, yeah. and yeah. even Albrecht. They'd yeah. say, "Oh man, you know, like yeah. I, I like this guy. I don't want him to die. Mm -hmm. Is he going to die? I don't hope they don't die." Yeah. And that is a is a very I think lost art because there used to be. Storytellers in a movie had to tell a story in one movie mm -hmm. in, in an hour and 45 minutes. You know what I mean? And it's like, and now the art's kind of lost. It is lost. There's so many other ways to tell it. You know what I mean? We're, uh, I'm going to tell this movie over four parts in a mm -hmm. TV movie version or a Netflix series. I don't yeah. even want a movie anymore. I want a Netflix series. And it, serious. we're not faulting that. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. We love that. Yeah. That's a new way to yeah. present the material. Guys, we're comic book guys. Mm -hmm. So we've been reading material over Story 35 yeah. years. Yeah. You're reading Spider-Man for 35 fucking mm -hmm. years. You're, you know, it's fine, but you know, yeah. it's just it's just the way that the material is presented at different yeah. times. You gotta admire when people can do this and mm -hmm. make you love characters make so you much love in, them. A short, yeah. in a short yeah. thing. Yeah. So uh, take us ahead, Double Yeah, so then we get introduced to kind of like the next member, uh, Fun Boy, and right. you kind of meet Darla too, the absentee yes. mother and of Sarah. Right. Golly, it's so bad. Uh, because Fun Boy, it looks like out of all of them, is the one that abuses uh, heavy, heavy drugs, heroin, yeah. and he has Darla hooked on it bad. I mean, yeah. Me and my wife are always like disgusted when we see Fun Boy, Fun Boy's place. I mean, oh. it's so fucking dirty. Well, he it's so ugly. Gross, he right? looks he gross. Looks, his hair looks dirty and matted. And, you know, when you fall in love with someone, usually you always go into whatever they're into. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sadly, you know, Darla gets hooked up yeah. really bad. You see her arm, it's all fucking, Track, you know, needled uh, tracks. She's everything. a bartender at a bar, or, uh, excuse me, a yeah. waitress at a bar mm -hmm. where they. Frequent the gang called yeah. the pit. Yeah, uh, we kind of glazed over the scene, which is great, worth watching, guys. Where they're drinking shots and they literally <laughs> all pull their weapons on each other. Yeah. They're shooting oh. a shot while drinking down a bullet, which yeah. has got to be murder Nasty. on your insides. Nasty. I can't imagine what the fuck that does to Nasty. your body. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're just gonna shit out that whole bullet. I hope because fuck, yeah. man, that's got to be. Good. I don't think our stomach acid is burning through that brass casing Ugh. or whatever the fuck. Gross. Anywho, Fun Boy and Darla are there, and they're fucking. 
his apartment. Like I said, it's, it's a, above the bar. It's an ugly, ugly apartment. It's trashy. He, she let him drag her down. Yeah, you know, because she thinks he's a. I don't know. I guess she thinks he's a great fucking guy, even though he commits murder and rape yeah. Yeah. and robbery. And you know, earlier that. Sarah shows up while they're in the bar, kind of making out and all that, and. The bartender tells her, he's like, I can't do nothing because your mom's technically off. Yeah. And she goes over there and makes her presence known. And they just kind of had her some money to buy food, which she says, somebody already bought me dinner. The police. The police. <laughs> which yeah. your brother was very fond of he saying. Does. Somebody already bought me dinner. The police. Yeah, because right <laughs> after that, fun boy makes fun of her. And, and then even though, even fucking Darla like, laughs, she's like, God. Yeah, I mean, she, she's clearly like, I would have been all fucked up. I mean, when she serves them shots, doubly right, she's like, Here's your shooters, guys. Put your guns yeah. away. I'm like, really? People have fucking like, like these aren't little guns, guys. They got like fucking nine yeah. millimeters, yeah. fucking magnums yeah. at each other's fucking heads, knives out at throats. Like literally, they're in like a forty Mexican standoff at this point. And then he's like, <laughs> you know, what does T Bird say? You know, he's like, Tintin. This is before Tintin yeah. died. Yeah, he go, he goes like. <laughs> He goes, that shit's not even loaded, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the time two other guys have pulled their guns, and you've got their fun boy has, it. yeah, fun boy has a gun. Tintin has a knife to Skank's throat. Yeah, Skank has his gun at Tintin, mm -hmm. which Tintin tells Skank his fucking gun's not even loaded. Right, right. And then that's when T Bird pulls his gun. No, fun boy pulls his gun. Yeah. on on, on uh, Tintin. Tintin, and Tintin puts another blade at him. Yeah, so he's that's right. Got that's two right. Guys ready to cut. That's right. And then, and then, <laughs> and then uh, fucking T Bird, T Bird finally comes up and is like, Which one of you Motor City motherfuckers wants to bet this one is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meaning this one isn't loaded. And it's just like, and then they just start firing <laughs> yeah. up. Firing yeah. up. Yeah. It's firing. like they all made up right, right then. And then. Yeah. You're just like, <laughs> These guys are so They're, fucked up. Yeah. Like, what on earth? Um, <laughs> Shit, though, like, what about Detroit, man? Fucking, it it's ugly. You get this, then you get Robocop. Like, yeah, man, that city just looks like shit. Tigers dude. are playing, yeah, tonight, man. I miss the game. That yeah, Clarence like comes up later. Yeah, that city Fuck. just looks like shit. It's horrible looking, it's raining all the time. Guys, if we have fans in Detroit, we're, we, we don't mean to insult, we just yeah, mean how you no, guys are being represented that, in movies. Yeah, in the movies, you guys are represented like shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, your your basketball team obviously harassed your, Jordan. Yeah, your, but your that. team has you know four championships. Your Tigers have won championships. Yeah, it's like, yeah. come on now. We won't bring up the Lions. Motown is born from. <laughs> You know, was born from Detroit. Yeah. Eminem know? and Kid Eminem. Rock. You know what you I mean? Know? So, I mean, you know, it's pretty fucking cool. But but either way, guys, hey, in movies are depicted as a pretty rough place. So, yeah. So, Eric finally, you know, he makes his way into Fun Boy's lair. Right. His ugly apartment. Yes. You know, that probably smells like ugly fucking smells in I there. I just imagine know? piss. Like, just yeah, like just piss. ugly. I ugly. Know. You know, <laughs> And he, he pops into the window, which looks pretty creepy too. It kind does. of shows up. Yeah. And then he uh the bird is there. And yeah. you know, they're both fucked up, Darla and Fun Boy, and they're like, she's like, it's a big fucking bird over yeah. there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and so like, you know, Fun Boy, you know, he, he at first you think he's sick uh <laughs> he's seeing a ghost, you know, and Eric pretty much gets him to shoot him, you know, he puts his hand on his gun. How about that sound? Cool sound, right? The guitar? Like, no. Well, he does that first. He does the guitar, 
and he freaks out fun boy he's like yeah give me a fucking birthday man because he's got this guitar but then fun boy pulls this like 357 man it's a heavy gun yeah but how about the sound when eric puts his hand around it yeah like i'm like oh wow that's a big pipe you put your hand on yeah and uh fun boy is fucked up on fucking uh morphine morphine yeah and he Fucking shoots the guy because he's like, fuck it. And he's excited afterwards, right? Double A. Yeah. yeah. He shoots. Yeah. He scores. Yeah. He's covered in blood. Woo. And, yeah. and Eric's got this big ass hole in his hand. And, um, you know, here's something for the movie of the time, guys. CGI, not what it is now. No, no. But you know no, what? I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. The fingers are still moving. There's a big hole. He turns it yeah, around. He's like, woo. Yeah, Eric <laughs> yeah. is excited. He's like, yeah, I got shot in the fucking hand because guess what? I'm about to show you how this shit just closes up, mm-hmm. and it does. And then they're both appropriately freaked out, Darla and Funboy, I feel like. But then he shoots him some more. That's right. While he's saying this joke, which I had never got until like a few years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, tell me, stop you, tell me if you heard this one. Because he says... Uh, Jesus Christ goes into to an end. Right. He tells the innkeeper... Um, Has you know, the innkeeper three nails. Yeah, he says, can you put me up for the night? Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I was like, whoa. I was like, damn, that's kind of a that's pretty dark. It's pretty, pretty dark, fucking dark. dark joke, which yeah. he finally has enough of Fun Boy. And Fun Boy's about to shoot uh, another round into him. And he just fucking smacks Fun Boy's arm. Oh, yeah. And he shoots his own fucking leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he delivers that famous line. You're yeah. And all Fun Boy can think of is, look at my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking high. I don't even know if he even feels that fucking bullet, you know. It must have been a huge ass fucking bullet. So So Funboy passes out uh from either shock or something. You know, he just passes out and he grabs Darla. And he says one of my favorite lines. <laughs> uh you know, he grabs her, he forces oh, her to look man. in the mirror. First off he squeezes, part. you know how cool is that, right? Yeah. And you see the the drugs kind of coming yeah. out of, and her even her her acting is great too. It is because her no, she she does changes. great. Yeah, she's but, scared at first. She grabs a yeah. razor. Yeah, she's 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 an she's ugly razor. Yeah. Like I say, oh, you go wow. into this restroom, it just looks like shit. It's bad, oh. ugly, ugly, ugly. Great of uh, set design. Yeah, whoever did and, that. And you know, he goes, he goes. You know, morphine is bad. You know, mother. Is the is, name for God. Is the name for God on the hearts and lips of all children. Right. Which hits home so hard because it, yeah. it's true. You know, the kids look to more to the mother than anything else. And your you mom know, is God when you don't know it what is. God is. They're they're the protectors of you. They're the or, ones who, or your dad. They're or the ones, but the moms are the ones that bore you. They're the ones you if the kids if grow inside there, you, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. you, but they you grew inside your mother. Right. You know, your mother gave birth to you. Right. You know, and so, yeah, the mother's supposed to be protecting you. The mother's supposed to be out there. And he tells her, he says, your daughter's waiting. Your daughter's waiting out there. She's out there. She's alone. Yeah, it's ugly. And it's kind of neat because in that scene, you don't really see his eyes. It's kind of in shadow. Yeah. You just see the kind of the makeup, which is like, you know, and uh, she runs out. But I just love that part because it just, like I said, it hits home, especially now that I have kids. You know, it's true that whole word is just really true and it it, it does waking up darla he gets all the drugs out of her system yes. and she runs out and then that's when he proceeds to fun boy <laughs> oh wait, yeah, you know still has to get taken care this of this is yeah that yeah. asshole is not done yet yeah. and 
you we, know again we kind of get the kind of thing where we don't see what happens until a little it. bit later which is so funny though because there's a line that you know when he's about to inject the morphine into fun boy <laughs> That's right. you know he kind of like pushes it out a little bit and fun boy you know still being stupid he's like you're wasting it yeah. <laughs> which is like again it's like a line you can watch the movie 20 times and you won't catch that oh you man know? see when i saw that and i heard that i started breaking i was like yeah. you know what this dickhead just said he's yeah. like you're wasting like it. he has so many kind of like these quick beat lines um <laughs> but you don't get them if you're like because because the movie is kind of intense so it is you don't you're not looking for that but again that's what makes it a great repeat viewer <laughs> that's what makes it um just a, i mean great again like we can't stop saying it but great overall where it's like when you watch it you're like oh my gosh there's that fucking like because these are a lot of the lines I, I first heard them out of your brother's mouth and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and they're like it's from the crow and i'm like when does he say that? So then when I watch it again, I'm listening for that and I hear it and I start laughing. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's like a, that's that is funny. It's put in there to be funny, like in the moment. Stupid. It's a funny, stupid moment. Yeah. Like this motherfucker, you know, his guy's like her kill you. Yeah, he's such a crackhead though, and, or whatever yeah. the fuck is on and, you're, head or and you're worried about him wasting a little bit of your morphine. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. like, this is your last time. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, um Tony Todd. He starts his character starts yeah. finding out more yeah. and more about Eric Draven. It's so funny today because I, I read the cast on IMDb because I was just like refreshing myself. And then I was like, What candy man is this? Yeah. And I was like, Who yeah. is candy? And then I was like, Oh, he's the dumb. with the big like, fucking gun. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like the lead guard for top for dollar. Top dollar. Yes. So he's like the manga who is he he it's is kind of like a smart. yeah, he's, like a like he was like a private investigator or something. Yeah. At yeah. one point in his life, and <clears throat> he sees Darla after kind of like uh interrogating Gideon mm -hmm. you know uh he sees Darla running he's like oh okay this ain't right mm -hmm. you know because the way she's running she's running terrified yeah and you know he it, knows something is up she he knows something's up so and, and he, he just knows heard this story from Gideon about uh, and he knows fun boys up there so he's putting two and two together right now he yeah. goes up right away really smart uh he sees T, uh, fun boy with all like about five shots in his heart yeah. where he just injected morphine right into his heart. Yeah. And then he sees Eric in the windowsill. You know, he's like, shh. And then he, he's like, bye. He waves. You know? and, yeah. and gone. And Tony he Todd. He goes to go look yeah. outside the window. He doesn't see anything. He's Nothing. Like, what the fuck? Nothing. So now the myth of this, the legend of this killer is like growing or whatever, you know, and and he's got to report to Top Dollar too. And be like, yeah, I saw him jump out a four-story window. Mm -hmm. He waved to me. He said, winked at me. Yeah. And Top Dollar says, musicians. Like it's like <laughs> he's taking the whole thing very nonchalant. Yeah, of course he is. Because I mean, he doesn't care about these fucking dudes. No, these are no, I, low lives. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, plus, you too, he's like the most like psychotic criminal yeah. too. Yeah. He's like earlier, like the eyeballs getting burned, and he's breathing it in, huffing it in, and then he's got like, this mountain of coke in him, like. You know, a little bit smaller than Tony Montana, and he's just like mm, yummy. You know what I mean? It seems like the only guy he really kind of like has somewhat respect for is T-Bird, and that's about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, you're gonna do my thing this yeah. this, this year, yeah. this night, or whatever. Yeah. Man. So, um, yeah, where he's like, whatever you say, I can do. Right. Well, that's very reassuring. Reassuring. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, definitely, do we want to go through? 
every the rest of the paces of the movie. There's just quite a bit more. So I, I just want to get maybe to this Go other ahead. part. No, no, no. Please, uh, please, please, please. So please. one of my other favorite parts is, uh, you know, when he meets up with Albright again, Ernie Hudson in his apartment. Love that part. I love that part too. Uh, you know, because. <laughs> So he's wearing like his cop hat, but he like he's in his underwear. He's, he's, you know, he's chilling out. It's after work. He's at home. He's, he's, he's having a beer. He's having a beer. He started to put together somehow this crazy theory that Eric Draymond is back from the dead yeah. and he's killing these guys that killed him and Shelley Webster. Right. Okay, so he's figuring this out, but it's still kind of like this can't be. <laughs> yeah. You know, this shit doesn't happen. And which Eric Draymond pops into his window, you know, and they have this great conversation, you know, and he's Asking, he asks Albert, he's like, What happened, what happened to us? You yeah, know, what happened? Us. He doesn't know what happened because obviously he was murdered first, right? So, you know, he grabs, you know, Albert by the head, by the head with his hands, and I he, love that. he yeah. sees the flashes, he sees her suffering for 30, what hours. Is, 30 hours of just on the ooh. hospital bed. You guys see her, they kind of show her in flashes like this blue light. She tried holding on so long, but and you literally see the actress, um, again, like you see that the tear roll out of her eye while she's supposed to be like in yeah. this pain of being raped, brutalized, beat by up, four or five, beat up, yeah, maybe I mean, slashed, you know, raped. It's it's ugly, and yeah. And you know he kind of gets mad at Albright. He's like, "Why didn't you do anything?" And he's like, "Come on, man." Well, first she comes out of it, right? And yeah, and he's like stumbling around, like yeah, like, you're like, yeah, because it's like, like he's feeling what Shelly yeah. went through. And uh, Albright reaches for him, and uh, he's like, "Don't touch me!" Yeah, and you're like, and he kind of backs off, like, "Oh yeah. shit, I'm I'm sorry." Yeah. And he needs a moment, and then yeah. you're right. He goes, yeah. like, "Why didn't like, you, you do anything? anything?" He's like, "Man, after what happened to you and exactly. you know your girl." And he know, wasn't wrong. And, you think anybody? I I tried getting twenty people to say you know say something, and no and one. And then he got busted down. And and, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, I wasn't sticking my nose where it didn't belong, and I right. got busted." And and Eric's not mad after that point because you can he's see that mad. he tells him he's like, "You're right. They threw you out of a fucking window. They raped yeah. and killed your chick. Yeah. Do you think anyone's gonna say yeah. anything?" And again, at first I remember seeing the movie as a younger guy, double A, and thinking like, "What was going on? Like tenant eviction? Like what was going on?" That's so, a little bit weird. Maybe so, the story from the comic might have been a no, little no, better. no. So like, no, I don't think it. That had nothing to do with it in this book. So in this book, for some other reason, Top Dollar somehow owns that whole property. Yeah. Shelley and maybe a few others were fighting this eviction notice because yeah. the cops goes, "Who would want to fight for this fucking place?" Right. 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 And. She's like in that neighborhood. It, it got to top dollar that she was fucking fighting. This petition sign. Petitions, and, yes. And so that's when they went to go deal with it. Being this kind of activist. Yeah. Yeah, because top dollar pretty much says at the end, he's like, nothing here gets done without, without my, my say, say so. so. Yeah. You know, so. And even when T when T Bird comes in, he's like, is this list of complaints from you? Yeah. Or whatever. And yeah. you're like, well, I mean, come on. Like, imagine if they didn't have any fucking hot water or. Brown waters coming out. If you live somewhere, you would complain about that, right? Yeah, I mean, but they didn't know it was owned by fucking gangsters no, or whatever, you know. No, so you know, he comes, you know, him and Albright are talking, and you know, he says, "May you stay with her the whole time," and uh, you know, and it's another great line I like too, where he goes, "You know, yeah, I love that part." Yeah, where he's like, you know, she's to say, 
little things used to matter to her, you know. And I used to be yeah, so trivial. trivial, and he goes, "Nothing is trivial." Yeah, you know, I love that line so much, I especially since I, you know, I've been with my wife for so long. Yeah, he's right. Nothing is trivial. That's right. You know, the little that things do relate with your kids. Yes, or, or the people that are it's not, little things, man. Yeah, you know? they might not be your kids, but I know I've had moments with um, my nephew, my girlfriend's boys. That is a moment just for us, and I'm like, that's just uh. That's just cool, like yeah. that little moment. I mean, like, you know, we, we kind of had we we take a little breaks, guys, every thirty minutes. I don't know if y'all know that because we have to because of the way we record. But um, uh, <laughs> we had like a huge conversation <laughs> in between that segment and this segment, <laughs> and it just it furthers that notion that things are not trivial. They're not, and, and I love and that's that. Cool. I love that part. I also love too that um, Sergeant Albrecht's uh, character, Aaron Hudson's character. He tells him, he's like, hey, man, but I, I know you're seeing that. Yeah. I stayed with her all 30 hours, but I want you to know that uh, I was hoping she'd come out of it. I was mm-hmm. I was hoping to get information about how to get them. But I think he stayed because he cared. I think so, he, he too. He was trying to cover his ass. He like, was trying to cover it, hey, but he Hey, don't think cared. I'm some saint. You know what I mean? but, but, yeah. but he did care. He did care. He did care. And, and that lends to his character. Yeah, which, like I said, I just love that scene. It's a great scene between those two. Um. I don't know if we're going to get all the way to the last half of the movie in this next 20 minutes, double A, but I just want to talk briefly about one of my favorite scenes um, only because of the tragedy that we know befalls this movie, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but uh, I love that scene so much um, where he thinks everything's over. The last criminal has oh, been done. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I'm going? Uh, I think, I believe so. Tell me what you think. Oh, uh... Go ahead, go ahead. The scene where he's walking and then the kids are trick-or-treating. That Yes. And yes, the yes. lights on his face. And the movie does this a couple of times where it does these little slow motion scenes. Yeah, yeah. And that scene and his just big, beautiful smile. And, and guys, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a straight male and not that there's anything like that being said here. But, but what a handsome guy. Uh, really great actor, rising star Brandon Lee. But yeah, in that moment... He's got the crow makeup on still, the lights, like fla- the kids' flashlights. They make it look mm-hmm. like the kids' flashlights is on him. They're running around him, and he sees them, and he's, he's happy. Yeah. He's happy because yeah, he's yes. righted the wrongs. Yeah. He's righted the wrongs that have been done yeah. to him and Shelly, and he's done. He yeah. thinks he's done. He thinks he's done. And that's yeah. a cool little moment. I love that. And, and I almost feel like in that moment, like you're just seeing like Brandon Lee, like enjoying the movie, yeah. enjoying what he created, helped create. I love it so much. And every time I see it, I'm haunted by that little scene. Because uh, right after that, we find out that Sarah gets grabbed by yes. the bad guys. And yes. he's Tony gotta, Todd. Yeah, Tony mm-hmm. Todd. He's got to go back into action. Yeah. Uh, his last little run. Because it's crook. not over. Right. Know? It's not over. And they're, and they're, now they're aware of his power so, source. Yeah. So um, T-Bird. Uh, so he gets after him next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he gets him. He... Tiber realizes scene. what happens. He, he knows. You know, he's like, "Holy Speak shit!" Speak to me. Yeah. Speak. And, and that's when he realizes, "Holy shit! It's you. you. It's you. you. It can't be. You can't come back. No Kelly back. This yeah. is a really real world." Yeah. But I love when he he remembers the poem that he read mm-hmm. in his a bash the devil stood and fell how awful goodness is. That's right. It's that's pornography. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, and I think those were like some of uh. The hangman's joke lyrics, yeah. but but uh in the way he did feel that, you know, he was the devil feeling the yeah. awfulness of goodness in that moment. Yeah. 
where you know the whole scene fucking it's intense because it's like there's no there's no like back and forth with the good guy and the bad guy in that scene. You feel like T Bird who he's after. Well, now he has him. He has the primary yeah, leader. The leader, yeah. And the whole time, there's no Eric's got the gun on him. Drive faster. The cops come after him. You know they're they're at he's over doing 100. like a like eighty in yeah. the car in that Thunderbird. And he's trying to reason with them. You know yeah. he's trying to hey man it's when like, they no. flash us they ain't friends. Yeah. And he's like no no it's like You're this dead. is it we're racing towards yeah. your demise. You yeah. know what I mean? They're all dead. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then how about the fucking grenade in the yeah. lap? And yeah. then just that's when he repeats the line. Yeah. Drives him off the fucking. And a ball of fucking flame that skanksies his leader just get exploded. So, I kind of want to tell you something. So, Brandon Lee was a huge fan of the Warriors, right? I did not know yeah, that. So, I read this. So, he was a huge fan, and he was so fucking stoked that he was going to be T-Bird, right? Oh, my God, really? Right? Like, he was, like, really stoked. He wow, was like, Whoa. okay. So, if you're seeing it, like, right after he tapes him up, right after he kind of pushes the car, he kind of he goes like this. With his hands. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The bottle. Yes. I Where, did okay, see him so do that. If, if, guys, if you're a fan of the Warriors, uh, the actor who plays T Bird, he plays fucking the idiot, the main leader from the Warriors. That's right. And he and he has three bottles in his three fingers, and he keeps clanking them over mm -hmm. and over. Mm -hmm. Warriors, come out and play. play. So if you know it's Brandon Lee, it looks like he's waving by. But he actually has his three fingers, oh the thumb and the two fingers, and he goes like that. Guys, that's the actor David Patrick yes. Kelly. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Who plays T Bird. So he does that. That was his little tribute to uh him. I have for always the Warriors. seen that and I always thought it was <laughs> cool. Yeah. Because I was like, Oh, he's waving with two yeah. fingers, just like bye bye, like yeah. bye bitch, like yeah. now you're done. But now, oh my yes. God, wow, yeah. how cool is that? Yeah, so how he cool was like that? so fucking stoked that he had him playing T-Bird that he was like, whoa. That you know? is amazing. So man. pretty cool fact when I read that. I told my yeah. wife and she like was fucking ecstatic because I, uh, The wow. Warriors was the movie that CM had told me about and mm -hmm. I saw it and my wife was like, she saw me seeing it one time and she was like, what's this movie? And it's mm -hmm. the Warriors. And so she got into the movie and she really got into it. She has a jacket. We have a poster sign. You know, she really just got into the whole thing. Yeah, so, you've met several members, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, so when she found that out, when I read that part to her, she was like, whoa, that, that's super badass. I, I got to give all the credit in the world, though, to my sister's ex or whatever, which she probably will hate, but uh, her, her ex, uh, a guy named John uh, Alamon, a uh, huge wrestling fan or whatever, and in their time was a was an okay boyfriend, I guess, and who, who were fast friends. Um, but uh, he's what introduced me to that movie. Okay. I'd never seen it, and okay. then I wanted to. Well, immediately after I saw it, I knew I had to show it to you guys because you yeah. guys are my first guys. I gotta like run things through. And see, again, that's one of those things where I think I was more perceptive than the other two, right? Uh, right. Because I saw it right away. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as he told me, yeah. Usually when CM tells well, that's me, that's why we have a podcast. Though, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because usually when CM tells me to watch a movie, I'm, I'm usually like right. right on it. Like he told me to watch um, the the war movie, the boar. Uh, um, the uh oh shit give me a second uh breaker moran breaker moran and i saw it right away just on his suggestion so yeah. whenever sam tells me to watch a movie i usually check it out you guys if you're going to start a podcast someone make sure there's someone that takes your suggestions <laughs> right away so, a girl walks home alone at night you gotta watch that <laughs> so yeah so that was pretty damn cool so he goes after t-bird yeah. gets away he goes straight to top dollar 
tells Tyler what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. You know, they're having like a big old game meeting because obviously Devil's Life's happening. It's time to burn shit up even more so than previous yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, the crow finally gets in there. He's like, he thinks it skanks the only one he needs. He's like, I'm looking for him. He tells That's all I want. Yep. Just him. Yep. And Top Dollar is like, well, you can't have it. So a big old fucking fight happens, a gunfight. Kills all those gang leaders, whatever you want to call them. Finally gets his hands on Skank and finally throws his ass out the window. Just Which like credits to Skank. He tries to get out of it. He's like, no, that guy over there yeah. on the floor dead Skank, is Skank. Yeah. yeah. And he tells him, I guess it's not a good day to be a bad guy. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite yes. lines. I'm yes. like, oh, I love yes. that. It's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's fucking yeah. cool to say. Like, and like damn. he said, he, he thinks he's over. He thinks, yeah. he thinks he's done after it. Right. He, but it's not. Uh, Tony Todd grabs Sarah. Yeah. Uh, leads him to this big old confrontation at this old church. church yeah. yeah. Top uh, Dollar's uh, sister, played by Bai Ling, under, begins to understand she, that yeah. he has power. She thinks it all comes from the crow. Right. If, if they get a hold of the crow, Top Dollar will have the crow's power. Yeah. Which you is know, like invincibility, essentially. Yes. Regeneration, superhuman abilities, right. super strength, right. super speed. Everything and all this is said without saying it, which is co- cool. Yeah, you never mention yeah. that because you don't feel like you're like in a superhero movie you don't, or anything like that. You, you really feel don't feel like you're almost like in a very yeah, very, very it's a very, revenge very movie. Yeah, you know? very much so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it all leads to this confrontation. You know, Albright's right there with him. You know, they they grab the crow, and yeah, it seems like uh, it's kind of lost uh, his powers. Kind of go. <laughs> well, because Tony Todd takes a shot at the crow and he hits it, and the crow is hit. It's not dead, but it's definitely hit. Yeah, and it's not fucking alive anymore. Yeah, and uh, well, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. It is alive. But it's, it's alive because she, she gets a hold of it's it. It's not its normal self. The yeah. crow. And then the next time that Eric gets shot, he bleeds, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking like, like I'm not. Superman, and he's yeah. like, I'm, you know, and it's funny too because later on when he runs, uh, he's about to get blasted, and fucking Ernie Hudson, uh, Sergeant Albrecht shows up and has like a fucking like a kind of like a mini like smoke bomb yeah, gun, he does. Yeah. gun, yeah, and he saves his ass big time. And uh, when he sees him, he's like, okay, here's the plan. You're gonna get in front of me. When they run out of ammo, I'll take them out. And he's like, "That's a great plan." Except this, and he shows me he's all bloody. He's like, "You're bleeding all over the place. I thought you were like invincible." And he's like, "I was, but I'm not anymore." anymore. I know, which is like so fucking like it's so like non-comic book. It's fucking great. It's a great moment. You know, you have a laugh. They obviously devise another plan. Uh, Ernie Hudson gets Tony Todd, right? Uh yes, I believe so. So he yeah. gets Tony Todd. Uh, how about this? Who gets Bai Ling? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So she she has a crow. Mm-hmm. She thinks she has the powers now, yeah. right? Yeah. All of a sudden, the crow the physical turns, crow guys like the bird. Like, yeah. Ah, ah. All of a sudden, the crow fucking turns its head and fucking <laughs> pecks her eyes out. Something that was like a hallmark of them. Yeah, her, they the like eyes. the eyes. The power is in the fucking eyes. Fucking pecks her eyes out. She's screaming. She falls Scratching down. Her. Yeah. yeah. Like a she, bell tower. Yeah. She dies. You know, and that's the end of her. And you're like, man, the crow, the actual bird, the crow got a fucking kill of Yeah, badass. Get, finally gets you up to top dollar. Sarah's with him. Mm-hmm. He's got Sarah. Mm-hmm. They have this fight like on top of the roof of the church. 
you know, and he, he throws gets, Sarah. He throws Sarah, and then he, he kind of he gets like kind of the better of Eric. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's you know, moving around a little bit better. Eric's already been and shot. He stabs him. Yeah, stabs him with his sword from behind. Yes, like through his yes. body, the blades coming yeah. out the front. Very uh, it's ugly. Very electric bullseye ish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, but at that moment, Eric manages to tell him, you know, because he thinks it's over. That's when Top Dollar. Has kind of a moment where he, so yeah know. so he kneels down. Eric it looks like he's dying. He kneels down. And he's like you know um, I'm really sorry what happened to you and your girl, but nothing in this city goes out without my say so. You know for whatever it's worth, you have put a smile on my face. Yeah, you not know, I'm it, sorry, not I'm it, sorry. It, just like hey, no. you entertained me for a minute. Yeah, it, and this ticket is just like you know yeah I'm the one responsible for you guys. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Thanks for this little entertainment value. You made me happy for this moment. Pretty much saying to him, you know what? This whole time you've been trying to get who got you. Well, guess what? Who got you was me. It was me. And you ain't getting me because I yeah. just got you. Yeah. And then Eric says he, to him. He goes, I have something to give you. I don't want it anymore. And he just fucking real quick puts his hands on his head and makes yeah. him feel what Shelly felt. He says 30, 30 hours, hours of, of pain, pain. All at once. Ooh. All for you. Ooh. And, and Top Dollar is just—he's writhing. Yeah, he's pain. like pretty much like he shaking. can feel it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he lets him go, that's and it. he falls, and he lands on like the gargoyle of statue's oh. horns. Now, I said that one when I saw this today again. Though I wanted to ask you about this: How many times do you watch the primary villain meet their end, and you're not satisfied? Yeah, not this time. This was ugly. I'm like this was he real gets ugly. Impaled, literally impaled it goes through by his, a gargoyle. It goes through his head, through his mouth, and then one from his chest. Yeah, area. and guys, these gargoyles have their mouths open, where like the rain runs through them mm -hmm. and it comes out their mouth. You literally see the blood, blood. gushing out, yeah. like thick red blood. Where you're like, I'm like, I remember being like, yeah, yes, yeah, good motherfucker, fuck you, like, death. Yeah. like that's what you get. Yeah. I hate when the bag gets like blown up or some like <laughs> easy death. Where I'm like, oh no, no, you're an asshole. You deserve way it worse. Brutal. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's good. And I, I was thinking that when I watched it, I was like, that's a good, satisfying. It was. Movie. It really was. Uh, Double A. I want to touch on this before we get done. Guys, there's no way you cannot talk about the tragedy of this film. Yeah. We're pretty much at the end here. We don't want to tell you every single beat because we want you to watch it if you haven't. And if you have watched it, watch it again because it's yeah. great to watch again and again and again. If you, if you, unless you just watched it yesterday night or earlier today, you're due for another viewing. Mm -hmm. So watch it again, guys, because it's that rewatchable. Yeah. The movie is marred in tragedy because on set. The star of the movie, Brandon Lee, the son of legendary martial artist Bruce Lee, um, was killed in real life. Uh, yeah, so the prop gun that was supposed to be blanks somehow got loaded up with real bullets. And then, from what I understand to you, the actor who played Fun Boy went through a deep, deep depression yeah. over this and even quit acting for a few years yeah. because he was he the one was that the did it. He was the trigger man. He was the trigger oh, man. It sucks. It's not his fault. It was not his fault at all. So uh, the prop guy is supposed to make sure yeah. that when it gets to the actor's hands, it's supposed to be yeah. not a real fucking gun. So you know? so let me tell you, Double A, this is what I, I – and again, I wrote pretty extensive notes on this. Again, guys, watch this episode of Cursed Films Cursed on Films. Shudder. Yeah. Um, it's great, and it really tells you this, guys. So this happened on March 30th. 
1993. It was day 47 of shooting. Um, they were nearing the end of the shoot. So, but this scene happens early in the movie because it's the scene where pretty much Eric comes in on Shelly being raped and uh, he gets a knife thrown at him yeah. by Tintin mm -hmm. and he gets a shot fired at him by Funboy, mm -hmm. uh, played by the actor Michael Massey. Guys, so uh, he wasn't shot and killed by a bullet. That's what most people think. He wasn't, that's not what happened. He was killed by what they call a dummy head. Yeah. So what happened is, is that in the previous time that this gun was used, they shot a certain type of bullet that has a dummy head. Okay. It's, it's has a bullet casing with no gunpowder, but the hammer strikes the pin on the bottom of mm -hmm. a bullet and it fires off the casing. But what happened was, is that little tip, the dummy head, it stayed because it creates the sound and everything. It stayed lodged in the pipe of the gun. That was still in there. Okay, then they put in a blank. Now, a blank has gunpowder, but no head. Okay, but if you if you strike the pin on the bottom of a bullet, of a blank, it still releases force. And what happened was that force was released, and it shot the dummy head that was already lodged in the pipe of the gun, in the barrel of the gun, into Brandon Lee's body. Damn. That was done by Michael Massey. Unintentionally, unintentionally not yeah. his fault nope. he did not know nope he was mortified yeah the, the the guy that did his makeup said we saw him we all saw him go down we all waited for him to get up he never got up we ran over to him we knew he'd been injured we called right away for the paramedics and all that they came guys i mean it's it's really outlined in there i, I was learning about this they literally have a guy go through the paces he shows you what happens with the two types of bullet they use for a movie he goes they should have done this they didn't do that the one guy that talks he says i blame it on them trying to cut corners mm -hmm. some prop master or whatever was overworked forgot on this one day or guys we don't know that that's just this one guy's yeah. theory yeah. maybe it was just a simple case of that guy being tired that day yeah. he thought he did do it he didn't do it how often have we all made a mistake at work um but either way unfortunately in this case it led to a death um eliza hutton is the real name of uh brandon lee's fiance yeah who you see yeah. at the end of the movie it's for brandon and her brandon and eliza <laughs> dedicated to them. and his mom linda lee said they were going to stop production. They were not going to release the movie. They said, no, this was Brandon's thing. He was so proud of yeah, the work he was doing. Yeah, it's crazy. He, it was going to be, guys, it yeah. was going to, I mean, I hate to, to talk about the parallels because we don't want to lend. And you know what, Double A, you know, I won't even say that, man. I won't even say we don't want to lend to that because the truth is, guys, is that we believe that there are forces and powers in play that, mm -hmm. that, and I don't mean like Illuminati. I just mean like <laughs> whatever it is, a higher power. The, to to ignore the parallels between him and his father's situation is is stupid. It's like somebody saying like there's no aliens. I'm like, <laughs> you think that we're the only inhabited planet in all of the entire universe, <laughs> let alone galaxy? You think there's billions upon billions of planets? There's nobody else on them, guys. His father also died mysteriously. mysteriously under mysterious circumstances on the set. After he was done, um, the movie that was going to be his breakup movie wasn't yet out, Enter the Dragon. The same thing almost exactly happens to his son. I mean, 
pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's hard to ignore. It's hard to ignore that. But um, Eliza, his real fiance, and his mom, Linda, they wanted the movie to come out. They knew that, that Brandon had worked hard, and they said, no, we still want this movie to come out. And here's the thing, Double A, that was really interesting in the um, the cursed films on Shutter about Brandon is that they talked to the guy that did his makeup and what they wanted him to create. And he created this, and it's really cool. It's really cool because they said that he didn't want to do this, but he said he did it, and he created. But yeah, what they had to make Double A was a was a mask. They literally brought them back mm -hmm. and the makeup artists, and they said. We want you to make a mask of Brandon. A death mask, almost. I mean, almost, yeah, to yeah. go on the stunt double. The yeah. stunt double was going to finish the scene. Mm -hmm. They said they had all these other scenes uh, planned. You know, we talked about the guy, Michael Berryman, very famous guy. If you see him, you know mm -hmm. his face. He's in, he's in, uh, like I said, Weird Science. He's in The Hills yeah. of Lies. He was going to play a character called the Skull Cowboy. Yes. All of that had yes. to get cut. Um, and uh, the reason why a lot of the movie is like in dark and shadow, long shots, or whatever is it, because Brandon had already passed, mm -hmm. and the stunt double did a lot of the uh, those scenes. Most of the film was pretty That's much right. completed. I, right. I think it was just certain things here and there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They said there was meant to be more. Great job, just, though. Just uh, oh, how yeah. they did uh, yeah. all that. You yeah, know? I mean, I would never say that a tragedy like this happens and it still results in a great film, or whatever. I mean, because I don't think so. I think that Brandon Lee had so much more to give us as an actor. Oh yeah. As, I mean, it, yeah. it just shows. This was his yeah. Heath Ledger moment. Yeah. This was, you know what I mean? His uh, his dad's yeah. moment. You know, the Enter the Dragon moment. Yeah. And the parallels are eerie, guys. They I mean, are. It, it is yeah. weird. I mean, yeah. like you could say what you want. Like, no, there's no curse. No, and people would say that. No, it's just it just was too tragic it is you know yeah. but it but i mean guys i mean like you know to me to ignore stuff like that is just like you know to put your blinders on you know yeah. I mean? like sometimes i hear stories about serial killers double a where they're like I, I don't know why i just woke up in the night and i i just did it <laughs> and you're like it makes you think of like it's almost like back to the ernie hudson moment in ghostbusters where he's talking with Denver, like would maybe you think you know like is it is it a devil a demon yeah. you know what comes into somebody where you say they suddenly woke up in the middle of the night no reason and they hatchet their family to death yeah. it's like what the fuck happened or whatever you know what i mean so yeah. just like you know these i i think sometimes as a society as a people we we don't want to acknowledge mm -hmm. the the eerie parallels because it's eerie and it is scary you know what i mean but curse i don't know about that i don't know about a curse but i just know that it's just very eerie parallels to what happened to his father and him oh yeah and and that if there was other powers at work it wouldn't surprise me i believe in that kind of thing and and uh you know here's a guy in a ghost story about a tragedy based on a the writing of a guy who experienced tragedy which bring it back to that double a james obar said mm -hmm. he felt more guilt after yeah. brandon's it he said Oh my God, if only I hadn't written this. <laughs> Can you imagine after writing it to yeah, cope with know. what happened yeah. to your loved one? And then you're on a high of highs. I talked about earlier in the show of, oh my God, they're gonna they're gonna make my, my Well you know what on this I wouldn't say, yeah, sure. Uh you he might have felt guilt, sure. Uh is it warranted? No. No, not warranted. But you know what? It, not one it, bit. It, it created a legacy for Brandon Lee, though, almost. Yeah. It made him a bigger name, almost. Yeah. You know Brandon Lee because of the crow. Good, 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 
did come out of it. I yeah, think. he's always gonna live forever. No he's one, I know that and... that movie is just so great. You know, yeah, it truly is. And then you know, like the ending, I I love the ending too, where Shelley picks him up. Yeah, you know, she know. takes Isn't him. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's he so he great. goes back to the cemetery and yeah, she's there like she's in heaven. He gets and, to be with her. Yeah, she gets to, you get to like, see okay. it too. Yeah, she kisses him on the forehead. It's, it's like, very gratifying in that yes, sense. Where sometimes they don't show you that now. Yeah. It's like I'm like, no, it's good. It's like oh, she takes him. She, he, you know, she takes him with him. And how about him giving Sarah the ring? Yeah, you know? love it, love uh, it, love it. Here, Shelley would have wanted yeah. you to have this. Yeah, thing and she said, "I'll never take it yeah. off." And then that last scene, you know, they show the grave where it, it looks like it hadn't been disturbed right. whatsoever. Right. But they're, you know, they're at peace now, both of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. great, great stuff. Great. I just, like I said, I love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Top ten? Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, uh, easily. It's top five. It, easily. Oh yes. All right. No, I'm okay. serious. Like whenever okay. this movie comes on, it's it's easily. I just put the remote down. Guys, you know what? I'm going to say it right here, right now, on the Just Another Friday Night Podcast. Officially, for in my own mind, in my own personal list, I scribble on notepads when I think about my favorite movies. The Crow was always number 11 for a long time. But that changes tonight, though. <laughs> I'm moving The Crow officially oh, into my okay. top 10. Okay. I don't know exactly what slot. I will figure it out, and I will let you know. And one day we're going to do an episode where we just do our top 10 movies. But officially today, the crow is no longer number one. Nice. The crow is officially within it the broke top ten, into it. All right. and, and it deservedly so because yeah, like, it's great. It, I it, love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Today was maybe the first day ever. It literally brought me to tears at almost two parts. Uh, just thinking about Brandon and his yeah. life and that mm -hmm. and that experience and what that must have been like and and his family and and just knowing. Um, that it was a life cut short. It could have been so much more. And what a, what a, I don't know. Again, I don't know about cursor, but what a, uh, an unfortunate, truly unfortunate is not a good enough word, but just accident that happened. And, and, uh, you know, even the guy, the actor, uh, Michael Massey, you know, he, he also oh, died of man. cancer. Yes, he um, did. Yeah. You know, you know, no longer alive. And, uh, I mean, just a crazy guys, please watch, uh, Curse films on Shutter. Watch That's the good episode one. because yeah. it really does go deep yeah. and deep. Mm -hmm. And and Michael Berryman uh, again, just you know, <laughs> scary looking yeah. guy, very scary. Like, he knows he's terrifying looking. Just speaks so heartfelt, yeah. so beautifully. He talks about his friend Brandon and my friend Brandon, and I got to meet this young man. He was so wonderful and so much coming. He's like you know, I I was almost brought to tears by that. I was just like, man, this guy is like going in like so much. Like he met him briefly, and he was gonna play this. They showed the costume, and it looks so cool. The skull cowboy. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, like it, it would have been intimidating yeah. and yeah. frightening. Mm -hmm. And um, double A, should we say anything at all about sequels? Or I don't have much to say. No, no, but I'm not gonna lie. I did get excited <laughs> when uh. They were talking about Jason Momoa. Yes, in, uh, in a reboot. Yes, I, I was actually really I, all for I, I it. I agree. Uh, I agree. I was excited about the prospect, but then he dropped out, and yeah. now I just I don't I don't know. I <laughs> I hope they don't do it. the The sequels are trash. Um, if, if you guys want to know, in City of Angels, the character of Sarah does come out, right, and she does die. Oh, in wow. City I of Angels, that. yeah, she's a uh, older. Is it the same actor? 
No, it's not the same actress, but she's aged, uh, you know, in the movie, she's aged and she does die. So, wow. Wow. so is not that a, the Edward Furlong one. No, no, City of Angels. This is this was supposed to be part two. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Uh, I think it's probably the only maybe noteworthy sequel. Maybe yeah. if, if yeah. you want to say that, but yeah. So the character when I saw that when I read that I was like, oh well, that sucks for her. <laughs> I will that say sucks for the character. The other day I was in the comic book store and okay. I saw on the bottom lower left shelf at dragon's lair they had like four issues and they were crow comics okay i think it's a new series yeah it's a new one yeah. one had like a cowboy hat they had short hair and it was okay like, uh, i was looking at it with my girlfriend she's like oh cowboy crow and i was like well, when you say it like that it does not sound interesting no no <laughs> but um yeah i mean uh yeah that sucks i i know trini from the power rangers was in one of them right I believe so. Yeah, it might have been you the third it. one. How did uh, you mention the, it? Yeah, that was like a serious yeah, role yeah, for yeah. her. I think. And, yeah, of course. Right. She passed away. Yeah, as she well. passed away. So I don't know if there was a, a you know, again, people no curse, no, 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 no curse on that one. No, no. Uh, you know, I think this double A to myself, they could have done a sequel. I don't know what the story would have been if you continued to use Eric Draven, yeah. but if they really would have put somebody like a young at that time. A Johnny Depp in the role, excuse me, Keanu. I think you could have got more, but they just went this whole other way. And, and again, I don't know. Maybe that was the whole problem. Is that they were trying to go to milk a little bit more money out of it. And it it was, and right. the plots were the same. Uh, it was always the dead guy comes back and seeks revenge. I mean, yeah. How many times are you gonna keep doing yeah. that movie? I mean, that um, is essentially Ghost Rider. You know? Yeah, but well, yeah. we talked about the Henry Rollins song from the from the movie, which is actually Ghost Rider. It's called Ghost yeah. Rider. You know, motorcycle hero riding through your town yeah. with his yeah. head on. Which fire. is, I think, in the Gideon part with Top Dollar. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Great riff. Yeah, great I didn't riff. know that that song was about Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. Yeah, I was like, fuck, yeah. this song is about the real yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So very cool, um, man! I just love the crow so much. Yeah, I love it too. I said it's, it's one of my night, favorite movies. You know, it's yeah. Night, yeah, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, there's just like a fucking handful of movies that if no yeah. one ever seen movies, or you gotta like show someone movies, or or you want to talk about movies, and you're like, what about this movie? And it's like, if you're not on board, like get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, and yeah. this movie is one of those movies. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. The characters. Extra cool mm -hmm. character development happens fast. The movie moves fast. Great pacing. Yeah. It's well directed. It's well acted. Yeah. It's like I mean, there's there's it, it's everything. It's mm -hmm. funny. It's really sad and tragic, and it's beautiful, and it's about love. Um, I mean, you know, and it's about you know, there's hope in it. There's yeah. you know, there's um, retribution. Yeah, retribution. redemption. If you, like, if you like action, there's action. That yeah. scene, you know, when he's at top dollars thing with the gang i mean like yeah. you know that after the flash song is like dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. i mean like double guns are blazing yeah. it's like john yeah. woo style up in that mm -hmm. motherfucker like it mm -hmm. is dope he goes for some swords mm -hmm. i mean like people are getting fucked up like you're like yeah. this shit is awesome and i mean like it yeah. hits all those things and um Really great. I mean, I'm I'm doing this episode with you, Double A, literally decked out in my best version of it. Uh, as I tell people, I'm the comic book version because I got a bigger gut, which that's not true in the comic book, but I do. But uh, and shorter, much much shorter hair, but um, in the makeup, and it's uh, it's a real honor, man. I mean, um, yeah, it's awesome. What yeah. a great character! I can't yeah. wait to finish the the graphic. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, know that whole story of the trade mm-hmm. and, and all that and, and see where it goes next. But, man, I mean, um, Brandon Lee, uh, rest in peace, sir. You did um, awesome. a triumph awesome. of a movie, a triumph yeah. of a movie. Yeah. Man. Um, it came out in a perfect time, perfect soundtrack, perfect score, mm-hmm. everything about it. If You could not make a better movie amidst tragedy than you get with The Crow. Yeah. It's still beloved. It's still yeah. great. Um, I can't wait to see really like you know if they're gonna do any like special editions down the line. I hope anything, so. You know, yeah, that'd be cool. Just to include this cursed films episode, uh, was so good. If you haven't seen it, double A, please mm-hmm. watch it, dude. I mean, like it's it's. I seen so I seen a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was like, wow, I'm so far, and it's pretty short. It's pretty short, yeah. but I was so informed by it. I didn't know any of that stuff, but um, yeah, man. I mean, a tragedy on set. I mean, um, you know that that unfortunately. It's part of the mythos of it, you know, mm-hmm. but it is part of it. So, and any final thoughts, double A, unless there's something you want to get to that I didn't cover? No, no, no. It's just like I said, it's a great movie. It's one of my all time favorite movies, one of my all time favorite comic book movies. Yeah. Um, I just love it. The performances are awesome. Um, I own a poster, I own the graphic, I own yeah. just a comic of, of just a character on the back. That's it. Because yeah. I love the image so much, I have the Blu-ray and the regular version uh, DVD. I you know, know that. Yeah, I have both versions. So take pictures of that. Yeah. So I mean, everything for the crow. I just I love I love the imagery, the yeah. story, the like I said, the revenge, the retribution. I mean, it's just great, yeah. great, great. It's a beautiful, potent, powerful love story, a revenge story, yeah. a story of a of a of an unlikely superhero yeah. but it is you know what I, mean? Yeah. I mean and it's just uh it's dark it's gothic yeah. it's it's all those things man and it's yeah. got it, it you know the comic birth the movie and the movie with the music yeah. and it's like you just had this perfect storm of everything it is and yeah. i think it's the perfect tribute to brandon and and eliza yeah. Uh, as it says at the end of the movie yeah just, yeah um what what a great thing i i've not read up on who or where she's at now yeah. i mean like if she moved on i mean i hope she found happiness uh but of course the tragedy will always probably live mm-hmm. with her of what happened um because who the fuck expects that but no um guys um the crow just another friday night approved we love it if it's in your top 10 your wives because it's in our <laughs> top 10 you heard it happen here um you know, before we go, we always like to say a little something, which is that, guys, if there's something that you want to do in your life day to day, you've been thinking about, dreaming about, so you want, maybe you want to write a comic book, maybe you, maybe you experienced tragedy, whether it was heartbreak or failed love or you think it's your driver's license, whatever it was, <laughs> write it down, do it. Seize the day, make yeah. a podcast, make a vlog, make a video, make go eat hamburgers and, and talk about them and, and do that because you dreamed about doing it whatever it is you want to do guys seize the day today's the day do it seize it and um you might not know how to do that you might say well, i don't know how to work a camera or my phone camera or make a video put on youtube whatever whatever it is you got to do it do whatever it takes guys watch a youtube video about it google it look it up Somebody's done it before you, and you can do it too, and you can do it too, and maybe you're going to be the next best person at it. So whatever it takes, guys. Those are the two things we like to say here on Just Another Friday Night. Seize the day and do whatever it takes. 
And guys, uh, for myself, CM Chuck, and my co-host, Double A, uh, we want to say have a happy and safe Halloween. We're heading out of October. We're heading into November, and we're going to switch things up. Um, guys, and don't forget, celebrate Day of the Dead for your loved ones. That's right. That's yeah. right. For all those that are not here. Hey, yeah. you know what, guys? For Brandon Lee. Yeah. We'll be celebrating. We'll be thinking about you, man. Thank you for the great movie, The Crow. Thank you for all your hard work. Um, I said it earlier in the end of the Facebook Live, but uh, I carry all the time, guys. <laughs>